4: Recorded live.
5: Hello, and thank you for joining me today for conversations and support for targeted individuals. Today is Sunday, November sixth, two thousand and sixteen, and I am your host, Renata. I hope you all are doing well. Uh, Last week was what was last week? Halloween. I'm not sure about Halloween. I don't think too many TIs celebrate Halloween. It's, in my opinion, it's a demonic holiday. I did not used to see it that way. My children did the trick-or-treating and all that kind of stuff when they were younger. But as with a bunch of things, once we uh, have our spiritual awakening after being targeted, we start to see things differently. So I no longer see Halloween as just a fun little cutesy holiday where the children dress up as princesses and goblins and whatever they do, but I, I, I see it as a, a demonic celebration, so I didn't celebrate it. I'm not sure if you guys did. Um, and there's a whole lot going on this week with the election, so we're definitely going to talk about the election and some other things, and... I see Jerome is here. Welcome, Jerome. Everybody's been asking about you, but something happened on the call last week, so we definitely want to hear an update from Jerome if he cares to share it with us. We're going to start out with a song that Three Flowers put into the chat room last week, and it is Mary Did You Know with Kenny Rogers and Winona uh, Judd. So, I guess it's Mary. Let's
6: see, who was this?
5: Yeah, Kenny Rogers featuring Winona Judd. I love Kenny Rogers. So, here it goes.
6: You know that your baby boy, Mary, did you know that your baby boy save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby born, born to make you do this child? that you Never will so deliver you. It's your baby that We'll give we'll a blind man. you know, it's your baby I with his hand. You
1: know,
6: so where we still talk But can't we can the mind will see, the air will be, the death will never get it. The pain will leave, the song will, will be, the presence of our life. I'm so sad, but did you know that your baby will born of all creation you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nation. But you know that your baby boy will have a perfect life. He's a child before holds you with the
1: grace of oh.
6: Oh.
5: Okay, that song was so beautiful. That's the first time I heard that. That's called uh, Mary Did You Know with Kenny Rogers featuring the Judd. And Three Flowers... Put that uh song into the chat room last week, and I said that I would play it this week, so I did, and I really like that. I love Kenny rogers um and I don't think Three Flowers is here to hear it, so nope, I'm here um anyway, that's a really beautiful song uh okay, so we need someone to um read a scripture and someone to open us up in prayer, and if not, I'll do it. Star
4: 8, Star eight. if you'd like to read the scripture or open us up in prayer. Hello, did you want to read the scripture or open us up
5: in prayer?
7: I always want to read the 32nd Psalm, but I don't have it in front of me. Most of it I remember, but I'm afraid to try it from memory. And it's maybe don't be afraid. Go, Go right ahead. Do the
5: best you can. So. So
7: we'll just say that you're summarizing, okay? Is uh, she going to read that?
5: You
1: go The ahead. Lord is my shepherd.
7: 32nd Psalm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all of it, so you help me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restoreth my soul. I think I missed something. He leadeth me in the <laughs> paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.
5: Amen. You did excellent. Thank you so much for that.
7: We had to memorize that when we were children in Sunday school.
5: Yeah, most Sunday schools uh, do have the children to uh, memorize that. And I I forgot it. I, I have to be honest, I don't have it by memory, so you did very well. You did very well. Thank you so much. Okay, did anyone want to open us up in prayer? Hello? Did
8: you want to open us up in prayer, California? Hello,
5: Cindy in California. Um Cindy, did you want
8: to open us up in prayer? Sh- sure, uh, ask a quick question. Who was the one that um threw down the rod and it turned into a snake? which one was that Moses Um, or I think that
5: was Moses,
8: I think Moses okay, was that a staff a rod? what was it? Um,
5: uh, it was
8: a rod, wasn't it?
5: I think so, mm-hmm. yes, okay.
8: Um, thank you for the opportunity, um, bless everyone. Um, dear Lord, we ask that you would be, uh, with us today and, um, um, help us to have faith, uh, the faith like, um, the one that threw down the rod and, uh, his staff and it turned to a snake. He, I guess he was the one, one of them
5: said that he didn't feel worthy he didn't feel worthy to speak because he was a stutterer and um, lord help us even in our
8: weakness today um, that we can come here and fellowship and thank you for renata
5: and being faithful Uh, maybe it's like she's throwing down a rod and it's turning to a stake to be able to speak who knows Um, and, and to just um that God you would prove that um if we walk with you um even in through this program of terror trauma that um if we just put our our foot out there um we know that you're with us and um thank you for um again we're not having the faith to keep this call going. Father I was meditating about that how wow she really is having this call every week and she cares and God is willing to lift you up and in the presence of all of us and um and open open the door so to say when uh, what is it there's so many things about love opening the door, and even when doors shut um God, you have a window for us to to um to, to go in and out or to, to escape. And, um, Father, I ask that um, as we're faithful, we come here every week, that you will help us in our time of need with this terrible um, program that we're going through. And um, I ask that you would strengthen this community in, in, your, pow- in your love, your joy, and your peace, that we'll, even when we want to cry um, sometimes all the time, um, that you, let Help us to see um, by a miracle that you are with us, and I just ask that you would um, um, oh, uh, deliver us, Father, deliver us from this terrible thing, ordeal that we're going through, as you, have um, in your word, showed us the deliverance over time. Um, help us to know that you are real today, that you are there for us. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen, mm-hmm. thank you so much, Cindy. That was beautiful. I'll put you on hold for a second thank you let me just let me just say a quick prayer, Lord, I just thank you today, Lord. I come lifting you up and magnifying your holy name, Lord. We thank you for another opportunity to come together, Lord, to lift you up, Lord, to learn all that we can, Lord. You said in all our getting to get understanding, Lord, so we thank you, Lord. We know it's not by mistake that you gathered all of us here together, Lord, to learn. From one another to lean on one another to draw faith from one another lord as you guide us lord and we just say thank you lord i thank you for alice i thank you for sending who brought forth a prayer and who brought forth the scripture lord And I just thank you lord that we all are increasing our faith with you lord and we're learning to lean on you even harder and even stronger lord because we know that you will direct our path And we say thank you, Lord. We thank you for this talk show format, Lord, that brings us all together once a week, Lord. I say thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to read a scripture, too, because I was reading this scripture um, earlier in the week, and it really gave me some enlightenment and some encouragement. It's kind of long. There's uh, about maybe 10 verses here, but I hope we can get something out of this, okay? This is uh, Matthew, and then when we read the scriptures, if you guys, you guys can feel free to open your Bibles and read along, um, you can also go to BibleGateway.com. It's very simple to use if you're on your internet and you just plug in keywords if you're looking for something or um, plug in the scripture and which version you want to read from because they have many versions there. So it's BibleGateway.com. It's a great website um, for the Bible. And I'm reading from, I'm always going to be reading from King James, unless I say otherwise, okay? So this is Matthew 5 in the King James Version. And I'm going to start, this is kind of out of order here. Okay, Uh, 5 and 1. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him. for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my name's sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so, so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Okay, so that's telling us we aren't the only ones that are being persecuted. Um, verse 13. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savour, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick and give it light unto all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Amen. Okay, so that, that whole passage, I know it was long, but that really fascinated me when I was reading that last week. So I just really want to go back, first of all, this whole thing just seems like he was talking to us, the T.I. could be the team. Number one, we are hungering and thirsting after righteousness. And if you're not, you should be. You should always be looking for the good in everything. I heard someone say, when you walk into a room, you go looking for that one good person. It could be a room of 12,000 people. You go looking for that one good. And I really, really like that because how many times do we look for the negative, especially as TI's? We walk into a situation and we say, oh, Lord, everybody in here is going to target us. I have to say ouch to that because that's me. That's what I think. I mean, my radar is always on the negative. It's always on who, who's going to target me now because I get targeted so much. But I like the way this lady said this. She said, Turn it all around. Turn the negatives into positives. If, if 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 you're looking for a job or something and you get twenty four no's, you're looking for that one yes. Amen. That I like that. I really like that. And I'm gonna really, really, really try to practice that. I'm gonna look for that one positive in the midst of all the negatives instead of the other way around, looking for the negative. Because just as Satan has his people out here, God's people are here too. They are. For whatever reason, they're a little bit harder to find. They don't seem to come out as much. They seem to be in a little more fear, which we shouldn't be walking in fear. But we do. All of us. We do. So we should be looking for righteousness, for those righteous people. Okay. Blessed are the pure in heart, okay? Blessed are the peacemakers. This is all TI stuff in my mind. Um, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake. That's us. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven, okay? We have a special place waiting for us. But I want to go down here to this one. So this one had me puzzled.
4: Let's see. Where is it? Ye are the
5: salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savour, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Now that puzzled me because why would the Lord compare us to salt? Why would He say we are the salt of the earth? So that really I had to really pound that because that that puzzled me. Like why? And and actually. Salt is mentioned several times in the Bible. Remember Lot's wife. She turned around. Lot told her not to look back. She looked back. She turned into a pillar of salt because the Lord was telling her there's nothing back there. Look ahead. Look forward. So she turned into a pillar of salt. There are several references to salt in the Bible. So. I was just really curious about why God calls us to salt of the earth. So if you really look at salt, salt adds flavor
4: to the food.
5: Salt adds, um, salt is something that is pretty much used throughout the world. It's in every restaurant. It's in every household. It's just about in every food you eat. Salt makes a difference. So I believe the Bible is telling us that we are to be the salt of the world. We are to make a difference in this world. We are to add the flavor through our good works as believers to this, to this world. Salt is a, um, it's an agent. It's used as an agent to, to slow down the decay of, of meat. It's like a preservative. If you put salt on meat and just let it sit, it'll slow it down from spoiling. So that is what the Lord is telling us. That's why we're here. We're here to add light. We're here to add flavor. We're here to slow down the progression of this world going to hell in a handbasket. So that's all I wanted to share with you guys. That was a good, deep revelation to me um, because I was just trying to figure out what what why is God saying we're the salt of the earth? Because we're his people. This world needs us. We're the flavor enhancer. Just like salt is a flavor enhancer, we are here to enhance the world. That's what Christians are here for. So make sure you're doing your part to enhance the world. Amen. That's all I wanted to share. I was anxious to share that that, because I I got it. Once I kept reading that and I did a little research, I got it. I'm like, okay, we're here to let our light shine. That's what we're supposed to be doing in the midst of, in the midst of. And also, keep that little nugget in mind that I just shared with you guys. When you walk into a situation, which most of our situations are negative, but go expecting the best. Go looking for the best. Go claiming whatever it is you're going for. You're going for an apartment. You're going for a job. You're going to get an answer. Go expecting that, whether you get it or not. Expect it. Look for that one person in the crowd that's going to help you. Not the 10,000 no's you're going to get. Look for that one yes. And pray on it before you even get there. Amen. Amen. I yeah, my preaching for the day. <laughs> Amen. Okay. So, if you would like to speak. I would definitely like to hear from Jerome, if you are willing to share with us. But I want to get the others first so we get to spend time with you, if you would like. Hello. Hello. Hello.
4: Hello. I can't make it from
9: back. All right, going back on hold.
5: Start eight if you'd
9: like to speak. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi, uh, yeah. I wasn't sure if um if you all could can you hear me well? Yeah. We can
5: hear
9: Okay. You. Um, so that was accident <laughs> what what you just shared and I love uh the Beatitudes. And I wanted to um, share the message version, if you don't mind. Okay, go right ahead. It's really awesome. Like when I first read this, it it like blew my mind. But I I love it, period, in any version. So um, it says, when Jesus saw his ministry drawing huge crowds, he climbed the hillside. Those who were apprenticed to him, the committed, climbed with him. Arriving at a quiet place, he sat down and tore his time and this is what he said. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God in his rule. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you, em- can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are, no more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. He's food and drink, and the best meal you'll ever eat. You're blessed when you care. At the moment of being careful, you'll find yourselves cared for. You're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind, and heart put right. Yes. Then you can see God in, in the outside world. You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you even deeper into God's kingdom. And and all of this that I'm about to read now is what really, really got my attention. Not only that, count yourselves blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort, and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens, give a cheer even, for though they don't like it, I do, and all have an applause, and know that you are in good company. My prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble. Let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the dark colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. Be opening, I mean, by opening up to others. You'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous
10: Father in heaven. All right, thank you so much. Amen. Yes, yeah, this this is awesome.
9: <laughs> I don't really want to elaborate much because I think you did a great job, and I just wanted to share that version because um, it does just it just makes you think, you know.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, thank
9: you. I appreciate that. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold. Did you want to say anything else? Oh, no. I'm listening. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you. Me. That was heaven's near, you guys. Thank you so much
0: for sharing. Hello? Renata? Yes? Yeah? Oh, you can hear me. Can. <laughs> this is my first, first conference call. Okay, who's so speaking? And my name is Susan Hall. Susan. It's so
5: nice to talk with you. Susan. I know, and I
0: just love you so much i just i I have been listening to t i websites for two years, and you're just a huge inspiration to me and your your willingness to give us all this hope i- i you know this is just such a difficult situation, mhm.
1: I, I just is commented
0: is. on your website and found this fifteen minutes late and I said, Oh, conference call and it's I was I was commenting about uh boy now I'm like deer in the headlights here. But I've moved four times and and oh. I'm surrounded. Everybody is involved. What is this about?
5: Yeah. How how wow. long have you have you known you've been targeting? Um,
0: since 2009, and I just made a comment on your website. It Mine says a targeted individual. I think something about stop this evil. Okay. And uh, I keep moving and moving, and then the day one, they call me foul names every day, even in church. I mean, so I can't go to church. Their children are involved. I mean, they throw rocks against my house and call me names, and, of course, they're all complete strangers. Coming at me like voracious wolves. I mean, it's just like, what is this about? I'm a Christian. I believe the Bible. Everything you say is right on. I've just um, listened to all the websites, you know, Janine Chosen and Wisdom Cafe and God is our protector. And I just, this is worldwide.
5: Yes, it is. And nobody
0: believes us. I have them ready to lock me up in the loony bin.
5: Well, they're instructed to do that because it's very important to them to keep this quiet, keep this a secret. Yeah, but the word is, the word is getting me. out. The word's getting out. It's
0: just like there's just like a legion of them, like everybody is involved.
5: Well, you know, there's a scripture that says there's more with us than there is with them. And so we have to believe that because God has legions and legions of, of angels. And he will protect us, and he will get us through this. We don't understand any of this. I know I don't, but there's a reason. And we just keep giving God the glory and just keep it moving. You're such a beautiful person, and your and your voice just comforts me.
1: I Thank just,
10: you.
0: It really does. I just drive so much comfort from my sisters, you know, in Christ, and read the Bible, and I just... You know, and then they make us feel bad. You know, we try to be the salt of the earth and try and be a good person. And they just come at us with hate. And att- I, be- I get called foul words every day. The C word, even the children. I can't even go get my mail. I'm a prisoner in my own home. Talk about going to the store even. I mean, I'm talking getting my mail outside my own home.
1: I'm it's terrible.
0: Yeah. I'm no, very, it's but- horrible color harassment do you guys get the hand signals touching the nose and all of this
5: yes 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 they do all of that
0: yeah bless you i won't take too much time i just want to listen but i want i thank you i just i'm going to keep coming to this call i just realized it existed so thank you for even listening to me thank you so much and welcome i'm i'm in i'm in the west coast i live in oregon
5: Okay, we have some people from Oregon. uh I'm trying to think of who um, send me an email and i'll which part of Oregon well, never mind, you don't have to tell me,
0: but I'm actually forty miles from the coast, but i'm you know I'm an hour and a half from Portland
5: okay, all right, we do have some people from Oregon, so if you want to send me an email, I'll see if I can connect you with them when I think of who it is. <laughs> Okay, I
0: don't know how to get your email unless you have, if you have one, if you're willing to share, I'd love to keep in touch with you for sure.
5: Yes, it is R. Okay. Do you have, do you have a pen? R. am writing,
0: yeah. Okay.
5: Okay, so R-E-M-U, the number two.
0: Okay.
5: At Hotmail.com.
0: Hotmail.com, okay. R-E-M-U two. Yes. Okay, and thank you for everyone for being patient while I get dialed in. But I, I think that we need to connect. I mean, you know, I even I even I tell everybody, even my electrician. He goes, "This is consuming you," and I'm like, "Yeah, they take every minute of your life." I can't go into my backyard. They'll call me a bitch. I mean, you know, I mean that's how bad it is. I can't, I I can't even be in my own home as a prisoner. Well,
5: it's all of terrible. That gets, all of that gets easier. I have to be careful how I say this because I know what I mean, but people take offense to it. No, not um, at all. It gets easier when you work on yourself, and it does not mean, let me clarify, it does not mean you've done anything wrong. You do right. think you deserve it, but I have found for myself that all of this just makes me work out my, my self-esteem issues so that things like that won't bother me because At this point, I could care less what you call me. I don't care. I've been called a whole lot of things um, dealing with this program. But it gets easier when you start to get stronger and realize these people are just something seriously wrong, (laughs) you know. What do you think has caused this?
0: Do you think it's a whistleblower? I mean, I I, I think it's because I told on a drug dealer. I think it's the drug cartels.
5: Yeah, it, it probably started with that, but I'm sure it's bigger than that now, because it's a program. It's a program. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And
0: I don't want to. I know people don't want to share that. I know it's taboo, this snitch thing. But I mean, it was inadvertent. I mean, they made a mistake. But I think it was that because all of these people are drug dealers. And I, I mean, I won't take up any more time. But I just didn't know if we had a common thread there. Anyway.
5: Well, most people are outspoken. They're whistleblowers. Yeah. In one one form or another, um, like you said, you, you told on some drug dealers, which mm-hmm. you would, and I know a couple other TIs who told on drug dealers and they believe that's why they're targeted. You would think right. that's the right thing to do, but now that we know what we know, we know that right is wrong and wrong is right in this world. And right. uh, th- there's a chance that those drug dealers could have been working for the police or the government. Uh, I don't know, but there's a chance because that happens too. And so, right. you know, when you whistleblow, that, you know, this is what happens to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Very unfortunate because whistleblowers yeah. are actually good people. They're trying to right. stop some sort of corruption or something, but this
0: is what happens. Well, I appreciate your honesty and your time. You're just a super lady. <laughs>
5: Thank you so much. I give God. I didn't know
0: if people thought it was the Rh bloodline and all this because it's like okay, I am O negative. I was trying to find out a thread, you know, on all this, and I just don't know. Well, you know what?
5: <laughs> That's the thing. Don't don't beat yourself up about it because um, no one will confirm nor deny that this is even happening to us. So we will probably never know for sure, but I can mm-hmm. tell you that. Um. The Lord has started to reveal some things to me about my targeting.
8: Okay. And
5: and I think he does that at a time where he knows we can handle it. So
1: yeah.
5: he'll yeah. reveal it to you in due time is what I'm trying to say. It could be a dream, yeah. it could be a thought, it could be someone coming up to you saying something. I mean, I don't know. Um but he'll he'll let us know when it's time, when he knows we can awesome. handle it. He Thank you, sis. You're very welcome. I'm going to put you on hold, okay? Okay, no problem. Thank you. Thank you and welcome. Let I have to tell you guys a quote I heard in a movie. Let me see. I need to find that quote real quick. So I thought it was good. I just draw my I draw my um motivation from wherever I can get it. I'm telling you. And this was a movie that I saw last night. She said, this movie was called Dr. Strange. It was good if you're into that kind of thing. It was like about parallel universes and all of that kind of stuff. I I try not to go there. (laughs) I think I'm dealing with enough. But anyway, she said in the movie, um, she said, we never really learn to defeat our enemies. We only learn to live above them. And I thought that was very clever. And I said, I'm going to put some thought into that. Because we do have to learn to live above them, we may never defeat them. I believe we will, the Lord will, but until then, we have to learn to live above them. I thought that was good. Okay. Hello. Hello.
11: Hey, Lala. Hi. Um, that lady was that was just talking. Yeah. I wanted to um say to her that um. Um, I had a situation before because that's when I didn't know any better. Where I was at the gym, and there was this really nice lady that would be on the treadmill, and it seemed like she would be calling my name. But then when I looked at her, I could totally tell that she wasn't. You know, it wasn't her. I didn't know that it wasn't her. I just assumed that she was in on my targeting, and that she is But what I learned is you have to actually watch people mouth movement and if you don't see the mouth movement then they didn't say it because these people can appear to make it seem like like that person said something and they haven't because she said that they were calling her bees and when she got her backyard and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Uh, she said wherever she goes she you know they're you know and i had that happen when i when i had the v2k i thought that that was um they were doing that to me but it was them doing it from the satellite I to watch the people's mouths. That's how you know if it's if it's really them. You know if it's the actual person doing it, or is it done by the satellite?
7: Okay, thank you for that, Lala.
11: Mm-hmm.
5: Anything else? How's everything going
11: with you? I'm not even gonna go there. Uh, I had to flood in my brand new apartment, and um, they gave me a three day notice the other day, but. Today is everything is kind of metaled down, but tomorrow it'll, I don't know what's going to be because they're going to come and get their humidifier and all these fans and stuff up in here. So I don't know. I'm most likely, I'm about to take them to court, though.
5: I hate that because you just moved in. You're supposed to be excited about it and all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. Yeah. What it is. It'll work
11: out. Yeah, it'll work out.
5: Okay, anything else?
11: Um, no, I found that stuff for you, <laughs> but I'll give it to you later. What I wrote uh, down for you last night?
5: Yes, I'll call you once this is done. All right. Okay, thank you, Lala. Um, i hold. Okay, make it quick, you guys. I want to get to Jerome and see how he's doing from last week. Hello. Targeting
6: and harass.
12: Thank you, Renata. I appreciate everything. And uh, mm-hmm. Jerome, and Jerome, I'm looking forward to hearing from you today because we were all worried about you last week. Yes, we
5: were. Okay,
12: hey, Renata, I'm going to read my paper and I'm going to read it as fast as I can so we can get to Jerome or whatever you want to do next time. I appreciate everything.
6: hmm Go ahead. I,
12: I'm free, and you are free. Some of you just don't know it yet. You're free to live your life as you please. There's nothing or no one no one there who can stop you from going and coming but yourself. Because I say you are free, don't let anyone deceive you. You are under heavy 24-hour serbators. Let no one tell you or lead you to believe that you are not being watched or followed. You don't get any days off of this surveillance. But what I'll share with you today are some of the tactics that they have used on me this past week. These are some of the same tactics being used on you. Just recognize them. On November first, 2016, I went to school for less. Approximately 7 o'clock a.m. As I got out of my car and headed to the store, a lady with two kids was opposing the door to exit. As she hurried to the door, I said to myself, What is this person going to do? As she got to the door, I could see the hand signal she made. She went to her car to pick the kids. Then she hurried back to where I was asked me if I wanted her to get me a grocery cart. In that brief encounter, she went on to say that she was going to have knee surgery. That was the first harassment. The mention of knee surgery. I have had knee surgery and have and, 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 and having a lot of problems with that knee. This is a covert tactic for the mentioning of the surgery. surgery. Then she went on to say she helped, helped an old lady, which I have, and something to the effect that she is what God would want. She also said the lady she helped was a Jehovah's Witness. I don't know why she made that talked about God. Another covert to, uh, tactic, because it is well known to everyone that I always say I love God and Jesus. I want to see that video footage as she leaves the store. I want the camera to zoom in right before she steps out of the door. The footage will show her giving hand signals and her hurried behavior. Now on yesterday, I was standing by my desk. Two police cars parked across the street in the daycare parking lot. Usual mobile traffic was passing. But as I stood there a while, I saw a person walking in the distance. God showed me a person. Was approaching, I decided to walk in the other direction so my back would be uh, my back was face the perp. As I walked in that direction, minding my own business, the perp stopped on the curb. He started yelling, "Hey, and, hey, beautiful!" to get my attention. I kept on walking.
1: He yelled louder.
12: I finally faced him. He said he was Miss Roper's nephew, and then I used to go to Faithful Church. I asked him how much was he getting paid to say that. I told him, you don't know me, and why was he bothering me? He said, there is a police over across the street, and if he was uh, bothering me, they would get him. I told him to go ahead on sir. I called him a perp because he, he was on a mission to stop my peaceful moment. He didn't know that God had already told me he was on the way. What the police did see was me walking along my bench, and he approached me. If they show a video footage which will appear as if he stops to ask me if I went to a certain church, but in reality it was covert harassment. I kept my mind stayed on.
5: Hall.
7: Thanks,
4: Renata. Uh-huh. Okay, one more, and then
7: we'll come to you, Jerome. Hello? Hi, what happens to the did design? And I wanted to say a couple of quick things before we got started today. Last week, oh. Uh, Ken Rhodes came on, and I want to compliment Ken Rhodes and tell everybody he is one fantastic person who has worked many, many hours, probably more than anybody in our organization. He's probably—he yeah. I know he spent $30,000 on this organization, and for Brian to belittle him and tear him down is wrong. And when I get an opportunity to talk with Brian, I'll try to get him straight on the subject. But Ken Rhodes is one of the finest people we have ever had, and he, we owe him a lot, and everybody needs to send him emails and thank yous. Number two, I just listened to Alex Jones for an hour, screaming on the radio on his program. I know he screams a lot, but today he talked about Satanism and Hillary Clinton being in all of it and why the FBI is not reporting it. I don't know if any of that is true, but I'm curious to find out. He says it is, but what it is or not, I don't know. And it sounded dreadful, but I'd be curious to find out and if people should maybe find out if it's true before Tuesday's election. And thirdly, thank you for being on here and doing an election
5: call. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're going to talk about – okay, I'm going to Thank you. We're going to talk about the um, the election and what – the main things are that each um, uh, uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, the main things that they say they're going to do, just so we could be informed. Um, So we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But first, let's hear from Jerome. Just an overview for those who were not here last week. Jerome was just about to speak on this call, and it sounded like someone had busted into his apartment and, and some chaos happened, and we were so worried that we were trying to get in touch with him to figure out if he was okay because he hung up the phone. He said he was going to call the police. Um, Charles in New York actually called um, to Canada to the police to try to get help. So we were trying to come up with what, what's his last name and where does he live and all this information. And then uh, later, I think the following day, if I, if I remember correctly, uh Jerome did call me and let me know that he was okay. <clears throat> and I apologize, Jerome, but I didn't get to talk to you for very long. <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't realize that um calling Canada was long distance for me. I didn't realize that. Um but I did stay on the phone long enough to hear that you were okay. So I'm glad you're here today to let us know, to share with uh with us whatever you want to share.
4: trying
13: to meet you hi Jerome. how are you yeah i'm I'm okay just um the days the last week was a big blur just um in regards to what happened i don't <clears throat> i was gonna discuss uh this um the situation with the attacks um so the initially the man is, is um uh, i'm just gonna say an asshole because he's an asshole. But um, he comes home drunk every time. He's supposed to be sharing rent uh, with me. They come and go like they put perps in all the time. But this is the first time that uh, I've actually sustained any uh, injury. Like uh, I've had like uh, close quarter um, situations with these guys before, but usually like one headbutt later and they're done. But um, yeah, this guy was a little bit social. I guess like a psychopathic he was um, He's mentally unstable and he's always uh, he's always drunk, like I said so anyway um, the day that um, the day that he came uh, the day that he came here um, he was drunk as usual just uh, singing to himself talking to himself just uh, you know I just I've learned to ignore him um, just because he's not my kind of person, he's an ex-convict. They always seem to be putting convicts into uh, into this place. Um, he's been trying to change the uh, the 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 setup of this. See, it used to be a basement unit. Now he's trying to uh, separate the house into sections. I guess he wants to try and turn it into a uh, boarding house. a way, the rules and regulations can change, and he has more leeway to mess around. So uh yeah this this guy was uh, was here just carrying on with his usual nonsense and just being drunk and disorderly and uh um I just I just allow him because that's the best way to be I just work around him if I've got things to do I just tend to ignore him but uh this day what led to the confrontation was um I had some food here and my and my lady friend and then he started to put the boots to, uh, to the door, uh, to his room door. I guess he locked his key in there. So um, I told him, don't kick the door. Stop kicking the door. Uh, stop damaging the place. He, he, he perps this place so badly, like, um, you know, he just damages it. He does a lot of damage. Uh, I guess he took over for the guy that used to live here, David Palmer. Right? His name is John Pike. And uh, he's wanted now, by the way. Um, but I'll get to that. Um, well, a minute, so,
5: excuse me. Hold on a second. There's a there's yeah. a someone by that last name. Anyway, i do not the same first name, but comes on YouTube and makes comments. Do you think that's him?
13: John Pike.
5: Someone with that last name.
4: John Joseph I uh, Pike.
5: Hmm. I don't know if it's yeah. the same first name. I'll have to pay attention. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Did you want to talk about okay. the injuries that happened and the hospital and all that? It's up to you.
13: Yeah, uh, I'm getting to that. So, uh, anyway, um, uh, the initial confrontation, it wasn't that big of a deal because he's really he was drunk and just stupid. And, uh, you know, he went out and he, he was talking to someone. Uh, uh, he yelled, uh, let's take care of this N, let's take care of this N, let's take care of this N right now. And he left and then he came back. Some guy ran down the stairs uh, he said it was his brother, but I see no resemblance to this to this to this fiend to this moron. So um, he tried to get back to the room door, and I I was blocking him, using my body. I said, "Stop ruining the place! Stop ruining the place!" And he swung at me, so I I, I took my uh, I took uh, I took my body out of the way. I just kind of leaned out of the range of the punch, and he and he missed. And I clocked him one in the chin. Blam! I landed it square, and he and it staggered him. So it was kind of like a, a big joke because he was, you know, drunk and stupid, like I said. But um, he staggered, uh, he, he kind of staggered with the blow and uh, and walked at the same time into his room. And he ended up on his back and I was in the doorway and um, just waiting. And then he, he tried to make a move again. So I, I came into the room and uh, he tried to kick me with both feet. So I grabbed him underneath the knee you know to uh, to try and control him and uh he was flailing up and uh I pulled I, I pulled back because I was going to hit um I was going to hit him again because he was just trying to flail and hit me and uh when I pulled back I felt a sharp uh, jab in my uh in my in my stomach and I said okay, okay I got stabbed basically so but him uh he and the uh, body boy Buddy boy was also on my back, so it kind of like uh, it's uh it cut down on my mobility because he had the weight on me, and he 's kind of like holding my hands at the same time, so uh, right after that, the guy that was on my back came off my back and he said he yelled at him, "What did you do?" So he grabbed the knife and left the uh the apartment um and then he shoved some things in the bag and left shortly after and I called nine one one I said, "I would like the police, please." I was just I was just attacked. I was stabbed, and um, I like the police and the ambulance. So um, that's how I went that went down. And uh, and it just when they came here, they started their perping. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> they started perping me. Uh, but they were doing their job within the con within the within the area of them perping me. You know, because I, I told them they didn't know that I had someone in the uh, in the apartment. So initially initially they've they, um, you know, they they thought that my unit was uh, was going to be left unattended. Um, they there was actually one cop that seemed to be actually doing his job. There was a detective, and uh, he was asking questions. And he asked the uh, he asked the the lady that was with me. Um, he asked her some questions. So um, yeah, they told they told me that uh, just due to the injury, that they had to take uh, take me to the hospital and they put me in oxygen and. They said that my life could be possibly in danger, so they wanted to make sure that I, I was okay. But, um, yeah, when I got there, like, I, I got uh Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a big, rinky, really big, uh, big schmil, because the cops followed the uh, the ambulance. Um, and then when I got there, there was, like, five uh, police there, because they wanted to make sure that everything was okay because they didn't know if it was gang-related or whatever. They didn't know if it was a gang situation, so they had man you know people uh, police people power on on the situation so and when I got there they put me on the uh, they put me on the thing and uh, and they cut my clothes off, so I was kind of like laying there like butt naked <laughs> like i was with hands over my uh my privates and i you know it was i was always trying to get to my phone because i didn't want to be like separated or um, you know I wanted to connect it to uh to whomever. Was uh, you know I could get my uh, you know uh, get my phone call to or get my uh, get the telephone uh, whoever could answer the phone basically I, I was just calling all around and they said that you can't have your phone but um, you know eventually I was just persistent and they gave me the phone and I called you and I called a few other people and they were saying that. Um, you know, I had to get the, uh, I had to take, uh, you know, the phone, they had to take the phone away from me. And uh, I, I tried to hold on to it. I tried to uh, hang on to it. But, um, yeah, that's the that's way, so much, uh, this time at the hospital, it, 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 they cons- it consisted, of, consisted of a lot of perping. Like, I won't get into all that happened. But, um, you know, it was just they try to make it like a, a humiliating experience. Like some of them, not all of them were perping, but, um, uh, yeah. So I called you and I, I made a joke about it that time I was surrounded by a lot of beautiful women. Uh, you know, and I was about naked and I said, usually in a, in a different situation, it would be kind of fun, but, um, you know, you they try to, yes, that, yeah. that yeah, you that. did
5: say that to Robin. That's when I knew you were okay. I was like, he's okay. <laughs>
13: Yeah, and uh, they they were, they're were just ditching me up at the same time. <clears throat> you know, I was I was trying trying to talk on the phone, so it was a pretty dramatic experience. And um, you know, it just uh, it didn't end there. So um, they tried to keep me there for like three days, two days. I said two days does not work for me. And they first said twelve hours, and I said twelve hours that's kind of pushing it. And then he came in and said two days. I said no, 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 no. no. I said, two days, no. It ain't, ain't going to happen. I'm not staying here for two days, no. I've got things to do, and uh, my place was left insecure. Now, the person is still there, but I can't vouch that they'll be there for much longer. So I'm here. And uh, so I stayed so how there many for many So how many
5: stitches did you get? Um, and where did you get stabbed? I know, but... you stabbed, stabbed in
13: the lower, lower uh, abdominal, like the, to the left left lower abdominal, so um kind of like uh, on the side is where he uh, where he got uh um where he got me. Because my hands were kind of down protecting my body. So he got underneath my elbow, or so it would have been in my arm. So it was lower abdominal where he got me. Um uh, so thank God maybe my hands if my hands weren't up maybe you try for a more vital uh, strike because he struck once and then he was pulling back and I said no 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 because he's pulling back to multi stab so as he pulled as he as he come as he tried to uh, stab again I grabbed the knife and then he pulled the knife back and that's when I sustained the uh, the injury to my hand and I got 12 stitches in my hand right so I was uh, I was trying to control the weapon as what they teach you in martial arts so I tried to control the weapon but with this asshole on my back at the same time, it, it made it a little bit more uh, interesting. So as uh, I was fighting to control the knife, I sustained the injury, uh, I, I guess, uh, to my to my hand. So 12, um, 12 stitches in my hand, and uh, I got uh, three staples in my stomach. So the staple should be coming out in 14 days, and uh, the stitches, they'll fall out. So um, yeah, so right after right after that uh, situation with uh, with the close quarter situation, Buddy Boy comes the same weekend. So the the, the, the scumbag used to roommate with me, David Palmer, comes back the, like two days later to uh, to finish the confrontation, calling me Bruce Lee, Roy, and come on, let's settle this because he knew I was injured, right? So um, he thought that that would be the best time to. Um, to, uh, to press his, uh, his his vantage, and uh, he kicked uh, he kicked off the uh, he did more damage to the house again, you know like what they, the 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 guy that that used to be here and him they know each other, because um, they're friends with each other. I'm pretty sure because I looked at one interaction when they thought I weren't paying attention, like uh, you know I snuck up and I was listening to them and they look and they they sounded quite friendly. They're very familiar with each other. But uh yeah, he he came in through the side door, he kicked it off the hinge and um told me I've got a screwdriver and let's let's uh let's square up. I said, uh, you know, the he he just started blabbing on and I told that's when I said, uh, guys I'm gonna have to call the police. So, um I called the police and uh, they came uh and, and the the detective that is actually the working on the case, he's actually funny too. Uh, because uh, when I went in to give my statement, he goes, "What
6: the hell? I heard
13: it again on the radio." He said, "What's going on down there?" But I know it's just uh, just madness, just craziness, <laughs> right? So um, yeah, that's how it, that's how it went. So uh, when, what you guys heard was just a continuation uh, of of the of uh, the conflict. Um, they wanted to do something or try to attack me when uh, my guts were stitched up and stapled up, and my hands were sore. They figured that would be the best time to uh, make, their, uh, make their physical, uh, you know, I don't know if it was just posturing, but it sounded like they're trying to suck me into a fight because they know that I was not 100%. So have they
5: caught
13: the guy who stabbed you? Is he still living at the place? No, oh, hell no. He's a fugitive. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's running from the law. Um, they came here like two days ago. I heard like I heard like, uh, footsteps out, out there. So when I opened my door, I saw two cops. I said, hello. And they, and then they said, uh, "Is uh, is John is John here?" I said, "As far as I know, he is not here." So they must have uh, they must have seen him. I think they have undercover uh, uh, units in the area. They must have seen him come here, and uh, that's why they they attended. Um, either they saw him to uh, the day that I that I was speaking to them, or came in, or he came in the previous day or night and probably stayed here, I don't know if that's the way it went. But he was definitely here, I think, because he knows the people upstairs, the guy that was, that's, uh, that stays here, he also interacts with the perps upstairs. Right? So um, I think sometimes he stays there, so the cosmos spotted him, and then they attended, because I heard footsteps, and I said, here we go again. But when I came out, it was like a police woman and a, and a police uh, man. Uh, standing in the living room, and they were very stern, and, uh, you know, they said, is John here said, Father, no, sir, he is not here. And, uh, you know, they asked me some questions about do I know where the lady lives, and I said, no, I do not. And, uh, you know, they asked me a few more questions, and uh, then they left shortly afterwards, right? So they said that uh, if he shows up, he is wanted. Just call 911, and they'll pick him up right away. And the well, I'm glad the other
5: they are helping you. I'm glad that they really are helping. Yeah.
13: You. yeah. And uh, uh and the uh, the other guy that uh, threatened me again, he was stupid enough to keep on blabbing when the uh when the police operator the line opened because he said, Just use the fact that uh, he's so out of control and belligerent, we want you on the line to make sure that you're okay. And he blabbed and he blabbed about death threats and what he was gonna do to me and they got it all on tape. So um, he's not very smart at all. So they got uh, they got the evidence that they needed. So next time, so next time, uh, you know, he shows up. I mean, he had death threats. He he made death threats against my person. So next time he shows up, the cop just said, "Call us right away. Boom, we'll just arrest him." So um, so he's uh, so he's out of there. Both of them. So two birds with one stone. So uh, yeah, I'm trying to get rid of these garbage bags, one perp at a time. So I don't know uh it's still continue it's still continuing on and uh i'm just uh taking things one step at a time one step at a time that's all i can tell you up until uh, up to up to this point so it's still open so uh, that uh that assaulted me he's uh, he's he's wanted by the police and uh, i'm also i told my son and his uh his uh, his acquaintances to keep an eye open because um, I did a little checking around and uh, and I got some information from about this guy. So uh, my son is on the uh, he's doing some footwork trying to find out uh, if he's if he's still you know in down in Toronto and uh, if he's still showing up for work and whatnot. Because I think my son did some investigations. Like he's a he's a licensed security uh, uh, um, you know person and uh, he does investigations also. So um, I asked him to check around a little bit. So yeah, that's how it's going right now.
5: Well, we are very glad that you're okay, and we thank God for sparing your life because that was attempted murder. Um, yes, against. it was. I don't, I don't know legally if that's what it would be, but it.
13: Yeah,
1: it well, well right he,
13: he yeah, he, he came. He, he, was gonna make it a multi-stab. So God knows what the other stabs would have done if I didn't uh, intervene and grab it and. Even though he pulled back, I, I, you know, I, I had the knife. I had I had some control and because when the guy found out what happened, he said, what are you doing? And then, you know, I, I was still uh, wrestling with the knife. I was trying to, like, I don't know. He kind of had it in front of his body, kind of, and I was kind of moving away because uh, I, I won't say it uh, on the – well, I will say it, but my, my next blow would have been a lethal one. I was going to try and end him because I was bleeding and uh, I had the knife in one hand. And so I was just gonna do what I what what I could do and just take it to court, like uh, go go through a lawyer. But um, yeah, I was fighting for my life, so I was trying to clear the knife from his person that I could get a lethal shot on him. But um, the guy grabbed the knife and uh, and and you know and, and the situation just just broke up where the the guy ran out with a knife and then he ran out shortly after. Yeah.
1: That i, I that
13: yeah. it didn't come to anybody
5: losing their life and hopefully that's the end of it and hopefully they yeah, catch yeah. him and they lock him away cuz he sounds um dangerous yeah. and out of control yeah.
13: and um yeah, he to... yeah he's he's all that and more and uh, thank god for uh for the way it uh you know for helping me in the situation because it was it was just an unreal uh, unreal episode and uh you know thanks uh, thanks for all the support and uh it was just a little it was just a crazy Crazy situation. So um, yeah, that's all I can really say at this uh, at this point. Just thank God. Uh, <laughs> you got know, well. You got to thank the big uh, the big dude up there, the big Coruna, because um, the way it went down, it could have been a heck of a lot worse. You know, oh, yeah. um, heck of a lot worse. Could have been in the freezer as opposed to being in the hospital. with would just uh, you know just um, serious injury. So yeah. That's so true
5: thank you for sharing that jerome does anybody have any comments or questions for jerome star eight if you
4: do thank you for sharing that you're welcome
5: okay all right i don't think anybody has any comments just uh thank you jerome put your hold um uh keep him keep jerome in, in your prayers you guys because he's living in a dangerous situation these people are not stable, and for the most part, they don't harm us, but there are um, instances in which they do, and they will, so always be careful.
1: And and, and
5: actually, uh, last week made me think about when, when Jerome hung up the phone we were all nervous, we know what happened, uh, made me think about the fact that it would be good if we had some sort of contact information for one another. I don't know what you guys think about that, but... Maybe we should do that in case of an emergency. We will know who to contact. All right. I'm glad your arm's okay. That was really scary last week. It really was for all of us on the call. We were all very nervous, not knowing what was happening. Okay, so I'm going
4: to move on
5: to... Um, This election thing that's coming up on Tuesday. I don't know, uh, Jerome's in Canada and some others that come to this car in Canada. I don't know if you guys vote at the same time we do or I don't know how that goes. Um, But here we will be voting on Tuesday. Um, And so we should just talk about that. And you guys can give your your thoughts or or information you may know on uh, either Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. <clears throat> um, maybe something you say can have an impact on someone else or, or help someone to see something a little more clear. I'm not a very um political person when it comes to things like this. I personally not to sway anybody's vote, but I personally will not be voting for um presidential candidate. I will not because I don't I don't agree with either one of their stances. Um I think they're both pretty evil people, and this is just my own opinion so i I'm not the type I'm not gonna vote just because it's the first woman. I'm not gonna vote because I don't like one, so I'm gonna vote for the other i'm not I'm not gonna do that, so I'd rather just not vote at all um, but I do encourage everyone to vote because you should vote your voice matters. I personally again, this is my own personal opinion. I don't think the presidential vote matters. I think that they are already selected. I think that whoever this shadow government is, um, whoever they want in is going to be in. And you know, I think I pretty much decided that with George Bush um, when he did not win that election, but he ended up in there anyway. So that's just my own personal opinion. So I would not be voting for president. I did not vote for president in the last election, and I felt just fine about that because, again, I don't vote just to be voting. Um, And then another thing, I don't understand the electoral votes. They say that the electoral votes are the only votes that matter anyway. So what's the point of us voting? I I never understood the electoral process of the whole thing. Um, But what I do normally do and what I plan to do again is to vote on the local issues and the California issues. I do think that there's probably a bit of corruption in that too, but I do believe for the most part um, we probably do have a say-so in how things go in our prospective cities and our counties and our states. I do think that at least some of those votes matter. So I will be voting on that kind of stuff. So I encourage you guys to um, look. I'm pretty sure there's some websites out there. You probably should have received a booklet at your house that tells you all of the things um, that that are going to be on the ballot for your area. And you guys should, uh, it would be advisable to, to vote on that stuff. Make your voice heard, at least locally. There's things like grocery store taxes. Let me go see if I can find my booklet. <clears throat> to increase the taxes at the grocery store, um, that's something we really should be voted on. To increase um, soda taxes because they're saying something about the soda the, the sodas full of sugar, it's not good for the kids, therefore it should be taxed. Well, I don't understand why or how um, increasing the price is going to is gonna help the kids get less sugar. I don't understand stuff like that, so I'm going to read up on that stuff a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to look for my booklet real quick. I'm not sure about the other stuff we have, but I'm going to sit down maybe this afternoon. Here it is. And I'm going to go through my booklet, and I'm going to have my choices made by the time I go out to the polls on Tuesday. Um, this booklet says the polls open at 7 a.m., and they close at 8 p.m. Some people already uh, voted early. If you did, that's good.
14: Let's see. Let me
5: see if I can find real quick.
4: All kind of different measures in here.
5: Um U.S. Senate. US representative. Actually, my friend who um died earlier this year, her boss is gone for senator. And I'm gonna read up on that. I don't know if I will vote on her or not, but I'm gonna read up on all of the stuff. It's a whole book of stuff. Um, different measures. Here's something to improve public safety in the neighborhoods. Um, And we should read up on that. And you have to read really carefully because sometimes yes means no and no means yes with these ballots. um, They're real tricky with their verbiage. So make sure you know what you're voting on. And, you know, as TIs, we should really be paying attention to this stuff and really just trying to get our voice heard. So it's really important. So what I wanted to do was I want to – I'm on this uh, website called uh, PolitiFact.com, PolitiFact, um, and they won a Pulitzer Prize. I don't know if that means anything to anybody, but maybe you think it's more valid because of that. Um, and this is talking about – this one right here is giving – let's see – Hillary Clinton's top 10 campaign promises, okay, in case you guys are not up on this because I'm really not. Um, number one, Hillary Clinton says, for families making less than $125,000 a year, we will eliminate tuition for in-state students at public colleges. Now, that, that's a good thing if they really do it. That's the thing about these people. They'll promise you all kind of stuff, but then they'll do um, so she's saying that if the household makes less than 125000 a year, then the children can go to, um, to public colleges with no tuition. That could be a big deal. Okay. Um, number two, she says she's going to pass a comprehensive immigration reform with a path to citizenship that keeps families together. Okay, and you could read more into it if you want the details. I'm just going to give you the overview. Uh, number three, she says, stand, uh, stand up to Republican-led attacks on this landmark health care law and build on its success to bring promises of affordable health care to more people and make a public option possible. Okay, I thought that we have Obamacare, so I don't know. I'm not even going to bother to read up on it, because I'm not voting for her anyway. Um, Number four, we will do everything we can to overturn Citizens United. Okay, I don't know what Citizens United is, let I see. Clinton has said she will address campaign finance reform in her first month in office, specifically working against Citizens United, the landmark Supreme Court decision that allowed unlimited super PAC spending. She also said it would be a litmus test uh, for her for any Supreme Court nominees. Um, I don't know what that is. So you guys might want to look into that a little bit more. Um, fighting for equal pay, Clinton has embraced her role as the first female nominee for president from a major political party. And most of her campaign speeches, she recites this line, now Donald, Trump, now Donald Trump can accuse me uh, of playing the woman card all he wants, but if fighting for equal pay and affordable child care and paid family leave is playing the woman card, then deal me in. Okay, so she's going to do something for women with child care. Number six, she says, I will not raise middle class taxes. Clinton has a plan to take in more tax revenue but she has said repeatedly that she will not raise taxes on the middle class, okay? For example, by enacting a 4% surcharge on income over $5 million and raising certain capital gain tax rates. All right, that's something to look into a little bit deeper. Number seven, she says, say no to a tax on working families and no to bad trade deals and unfair trade practices, including the Trans Pacific Partnership. Clinton um, denounced the Trans Pacific Partnership, and one of few examples of her distancing herself from the Obama administration. While she was Secretary of the State under Obama, she called the trade deal the gold standard. But in the campaign, she has said the bar here is very high, and based on what I've seen, I don't believe the agreement was met. Uh, The Trans-Pacific Partnership is still awaiting a vote in Congress. Okay. I'm going to read over that again. I think that's the railroad thing, but I'm not sure. Um, Number eight, we're going to increase the federal minimum wage. Clinton says she supports increasing the minimum wage from $7.25 an hour to $12 an hour nationwide. But usually in her campaign stump speeches, Clinton does not name a specific amount. Okay, so she has not said how much, but she says um, that she will increase the minimum wage. Okay, as pre- I don't know how anybody can make it up for $7.25 an hour, that's ridiculous. Um, as president, Hillary will expand background checks to more gun sales. The national d- debate over gun violence has been particularly prominent throughout this election. And Clinton has made that a focal point of her campaign. She has pledged to close the gun show loophole, close the online loophole, and go after what's called the Charleston loophole. All three are aspects of current federal gun laws that allow people in specific situations to purchase guns without undergoing some sort of background check. All right? So she's going to have stricter laws on the guns. And number 10... Clinton would increase federal infrastructure funding by $275 billion over a five-year period. Clinton's infrastructure plan is part of her pledge to make the biggest investment in new good-paying jobs since World War II within her first 100 days. Most of the spending, $250 billion, will go towards direct infrastructure investment, things like maintaining airports, bridges, and highways, while the remaining $25 billion would fund an infrastructure bank, which would bring in private capital uh, for public works. All right? So those are the top ten things that Hillary Clinton said she would do. And I'm telling you guys this in case you're like me and just really don't pay too much attention to this stuff. Um, it's, it's always best to make informed choices, not to just do things just because. Okay. Donald uh, Donald Trump's top ten campaign promises. This is what he says. And, of course, uh, you guys know that Hillary is a Democrat and he's a Republican, which I don't even think it matters. I think they're all on that same elite plan, if you ask me, um, towards the new world order. All right. Number one, he says he's going to build a wall. I think you guys all heard that. And he says he's going to make Mexico pay for it. And he announced um, during his candidacy with the promise to build a great wall on our southern border and have Mexico pay for that wall, okay? Um, There are some that here, this is going to be 1,200 miles from Bronzeville to El Paso, 30 foot high. And listen, I know you can't do that, former um, Texas Governor Rick Perry recently said. Okay, so he's going to build this wall and he's going to make Mexico pay for it. I have to say I have some um, issues with immigration because just because I think we have so many issues right here at home. But anyway, I'm not going to give my input because like I said, I'm not voting for president anyway. Um, okay, number two. Temporarily ban Muslims from entering the United States. Okay, so he says that following the... T- 2015 shooting at San Bernardino, Trump called for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States until our country's um, representatives can figure out what's going on. The next day, Trump admitted that details would have to be worked out and said it would apply to all Muslims, it would not apply to all Muslims, but remain vague on the timeline or the exemptions. Okay. And then number three, he said he's going to bring manufacturing jobs back. Trump has said he will revitalize. Let me just say something. Let me just go back. I'm trying hard not to give my input because I don't want anybody to, you know, I want everybody to make their own decisions. But let me go back to this ban of Muslims and just simply say this. All Muslims are not bad people, okay? All black people are not bad. All white people are not bad. All of anything is not bad. So to say, you know, but he did clarify himself and say it would not be all Muslims, but I just wanted to say that. All Muslims are not bad. They're getting a bad rap right now. But that whole, anyway, I don't even believe in that whole that whole thing that's going on. But anyway, um, bring manufacturing jobs back. Trump has said he will revitalize manufacturing in various iterations. He says, I'm going to be the greatest jobs president God ever created and laid out how in his June 28th speech on the economy, I'm going to withdraw the United States from the Trans-Pacific Partnership and I'm going going to tell our NAFTA partners that I intend to immediately renegotiate the terms of that agreement to get a better deal for our workers, he said. I will use every lawful presidential power to uh, remedy trade disputes, including the application of tariffs. Okay. Uh, most experts say that Trump, Trump wouldn't be able to bring back all 4 million lost manufacturer jobs, which have been declined, declining since the 40s. Now, I'm, uh, here I am again saying, I'm not going to say anything, but I am going to say something. Um, if Donald Trump could do anything I believe he could bring jobs back because he's a businessman. That's what he is. I don't know how good of a president he would make. I don't see him as very presidential, especially because of that mouth, and he's going to get everybody killed with that mouth. But I do believe he's a good businessman. I do. And so to see our jobs come back, because a lot of our jobs went overseas. I'm sure anybody of a certain age will remember, um, and not long ago, India got so many of our jobs, I mean, we can call customer service center anywhere and get a foreigner. And I think most of you guys have experienced that. I have nothing against foreigners, but I know that we need those jobs here. So if he could do anything, I, I, I would I would trust him to, uh, to bring jobs back. Um, and then number four, he says, um, impose tariffs. On goods made in China and Mexico. Warren Morena, a former general counsel to the U.S. Trade Representative under George Bush and Barack Obama, told us President Trump would have the authority under a variety of trade statutes to impose higher tariffs, but added it would lead to a trade war and cost hundreds of thousands of jobs. All right. Number five, renegotiate or withdraw from the North American Free Trade Agreement and Trans-Pacific Partnership. Trump has been most critical of NAFTA and TPP, pinning them to Clinton and past and future job losses. President Trump would have the authority to bow out of the North American Free Trade Agreement in the Trans-Pacific Partnership, but such a move may not increase American manufacturing jobs. An expert told us that leverage works in both directions. Uh, countries like Mexico and Canada would have a list of things they want from the United States. These are balanced, hard-to-negotiate agreements. Okay, number six: full report of Obamacare and replace it with a market-based alternative. Trump calls to repeal Obamacare and replace it with the marketplace alternative um, is popular amongst rank-and-file Republicans. Larger majorities in Congress would be needed for repeal. And I just want to, um, on this health care thing, I want to ask you guys, because I, I, I don't have Obamacare, if any of you on the call have Obamacare, if you could just let me know what that's like, because I've heard mixed reviews. Um, and then I heard that it's going up real, real. Um, the price is going up real high. I thought it was free. So I don't know much about it. So if any of you guys know how that works, and and uh, let us know if you're pleased with it or, or not. Uh, Number seven, renegotiate the Iran deal. Similarly, Trump has a shot at delivering on his promise to renegotiate with Iran. Even though Iran has said it won't revisit the issue, Mark Debowitz, executive director of the Nonpartisan Foundation, um, sees Iran's attitude as posturing and pointed out that there's precedent for a follow-up talk. Uh, Leave Social Security as is. Trump has repeatedly, Trump has said repeatedly that voters like Social Security, so it should be left alone. Unlike most of his uh, primary rivals, Trump vowed to leave the retirement age and benefits intact. They actually should lower the age. I don't know what the age is now, but um, it was. You could get it at age 61, and then it went up to 69, and I think it's up to like 72 so they basically want you to be dead before you get your Social Security, and I fully intend to get mine since I've been paying in it forever. Uh, I, I need my Social Security. <laughs> it's not like it's a whole lot of money, but whatever it is, we need it. Um, cut taxes. Under Trump's proposed tax reform, everyone would indeed get a cut. Um, the top 1% will receive more tax relief than the bottom 60% of taxpayers combined. Trump's plan would bloat the federal deficit by at least ten trillion over the next decade. Um, even if you factor in economic growth. This makes his promise of protecting Social Security harder to keep, given the progra- the program is one of the biggest line items in the budget. Okay, number ten. This will be the last one. Bomb and or take the oil from ISIS. A twist on his decade-old idea to seize Middle Eastern oil as repayment, Trump repeatedly makes this promise on the campaign trail, arguing it'll cut off funding to ISIS. The United States has already been bombing oil assets under ISIS control for quite some time, though. It's like saying there won't be a meteor strike in 1812, says Anthony Uh, Cordosman, a National Security Analyst at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. As for how he would take the oil, Trump told the Washington Post Um, he would circle and defend those areas with ground troops but wouldn't commit to a number. Okay. So that's just a quick overview for those of you who had not done your research on what these people really stand for because um, I'll say it again. I think it's, it's, Uber important not to just blindly vote or vote based on a few commercials you've seen or even the debates that we've seen. Uh, I did watch all three. Um, well, there were three with um, with Hillary and and Donald, but there were more with the other people. But I, I did watch those three, um, and I just think it's it's really important to make an informed decision whether or not you believe that our voting really has an impact, um, because I, I think locally our voting matters, but I don't think so much it does presidentially. That's just me. I could be totally wrong, but um, I I just think that, that it's already chosen, that the president's already chosen. Um, but you still should do your research just to know what these people stand for. Um, just looking back, and I'm at an age where I've lived through several presidents, quite a few actually, um, and most of them, they have a whole, they, they, they change their tune. Once they're actually voted in, everything is different. Everything, what they said is different. Um, even Obama, I was so disappointed, and that's that's kind of when I stopped voting right there. At his um, second election, I was just so disappointed. He said he was going to close one Guantanamo Bay um, the first year. I don't even know if they're closed now. I think they moved them or something, but I don't know if they're closed. Um, and then so so many uh, bills and executive orders he's done, and it's just really disappointing. And I really thought that we were going to see a change there. I guess in some ways we probably did see some changes. I you know, I remember there was a couple of tax breaks that we got and everything, and that was nice. But um, I didn't see – I saw more <laughs> negative than positive. And that's pretty much the tune with, with most of these presidents. Um, and one thing that really, really steers my vote probably the most is that listening to the debates and listening – uh, election after election I'm always looking for this this one thing they talk about the upper class they talk about the middle class but nobody talks about the poor and when I drive around Oakland which is a very poverty ridden city where I live there's tent cities everywhere just everywhere and I was actually surprised because I was riding around the other day and I had no idea that the tent city population had increased the way it did. I knew that there was a little bit, but I happened to be in an area where I don't normally go, and it just shocked me. Like tent cities are really growing here. And I don't hear these people talking about those people. And uh, one person had a sign. I took a picture of it. He said, uh, the sign said, "Um, homeless lives matter too. And they do. They do to me. I don't know about to these presidential people, but they never talk about what they're going to do for the homeless. So I just count myself out with the presidential thing. I'm just over it. They're going to do whatever they're going to do, and I just have to keep my faith in God and just figure out how to help. You know, we all should figure out how we can do our small part to help because the homeless people are the forgotten population. The elderly people are the forgotten population. The people with special needs, they're forgotten. And when, when it comes to these people's presidential speeches, and I just have a big issue with after Election Day, we won't see them again. They don't come out the woodworks until they want you to vote for them. Then they show up at all black churches and all up in the neighborhoods. And I'm just over it. I'm I'm just over it. And I promise you, I'm not trying to sway anybody's vote because I will be going out to vote on Tuesday. I just will not vote for president, but I will vote on my local things, which I hope makes a difference in Oakland. I hope makes a difference in um, in the county in which I live. And I hope my vote makes a difference in the state in which I live. But that other stuff, I'm good. I'm good. All right. I'm going to open up the line, start eight. Let's just talk about this presidential thing because it's coming up on Tuesday, okay?
4: Hello? Hello, California. I'll put you back on hold. Start eight if you want to speak.
7: Hello? Hello? Oh, my telephone went funny. Hello, I'm, is my telephone working?
5: Yes, we can hear you.
7: Uh,
1: um,
7: I respect everything that you say and your right to do whatever you wish. The only thing I'll say to this is, and I agree with a whole lot of what you say, we don't have the greatest choices in the world this time, but I don't feel that I'm voting just for one person if I vote for a president. I'm voting for a party and a way of life, and I'm praying that it will save my country and me and keep us out of trouble Father down the road, and that's why I urge people to choose what party you want and vote for them, whether you like the person or not. We've got to do something to save our country. So think about it. And I love you.
5: Bye. Thank you. Okay, so she says vote. She says when you're voting for a president, you're voting for the party. I respect that. I, I, you know, that's not how I feel, but I, I respect that. I get entitled to do what they please. And I, again, I'm definitely not trying to, to sway anybody. This is just how I feel. And I do respect how you feel, however you feel. I respect that.
4: Hello? Pennsylvania? Okay, start
5: eight if you'd like to weigh in on this presidential election that is coming up in a few days. Hello, hearts.
14: Hey, good afternoon. Happy Sunday, T.I. family. Happy Sunday. (laughs) How are you? Oh, well, this is the rebellious kid on the block right here, so... If I can speak without offending anyone in my family because that is not my intent, but I want to give my views, which, as a Christian, I think are pretty radical um But I just want to say that um I feel that evil is evil, and picking the lesser of two evils is still picking evil
8: mm-hmm. and
14: i and I think that the way the American public has been duped and basically made fun of, counted as sheep for the slaughter, calling us sheeple, uh, the way the the shadow government and the powers, the real powers, the real uh, government structure does. I think that the best thing that we could do for ourselves at this point is just to bow out just to let them know that we know, game over. We know there's no real election process. We know about the electoral uh, colleges to some extent of how that works, so our vote really doesn't really mean a whole lot anyway. And we're just not playing the game anymore and see what they do. You know, I mean, vote locally. I agree with voc- voting locally for things that govern and control our local counties and taxes and things and such. But at the presidential level, at the national level, I just believe that um, they just make fun of us. I-, I I never believed that Donald Trump was even entered as a viable, serious candidate. It was all for a joke. And they laugh at us. Look at these fools. They really believe that we we're putting Donald Trump in there uh, to be taken seriously. All they've done with Hillary's script, this, this this is what I think. Just like we're give, just like the perps have a script to handle us TIs, there's a script in the political process. So the the ones that are that are handling Hillary's campaign. They go down the whole checklist, and everything they write that Hillary should address, they write in the opposite column of what Hillary wouldn't address, which would be right for Trump to address. So Trump says everything opposite of Hillary just to Create the distraction factor, but I don't think any of it's to be taken seriously. She's been chosen. She's on the Council of Foreign Relations, which is down the street from the White House, and it's all set up. This whole thing is set up to usher in the new world order. This is me talking. My 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 supposition, but I just and I I'm not a know-it-all, but in my spirit, I just I just feel like well, I'm not playing your game anymore. I used to believe all of that. You know, and so I just believe that Hillary is part of the thing. She has duped the world. She's playing the woman's card. She's playing all the cards. And it's all to get us to believe that it's a real election and we played some part in a choice. We don't have a choice. If we had a choice, how come Hillary nor Donald has addressed the millions of people across the globe that are being experimented upon? That ought to be a righteous indignation among the whole world at this point that a whole lot of crazy stuff is going on since 9-11. Our rights have been taken, and we know that we have no privacy. So if we have no privacy, why would we have any real valid input into an election process? Stop playing us. We're not playing your game anymore. I I just wish America would shut down on them and nobody show up and let them do what they're going to do. Okay. That felt great. Thank you, Renata. Thank you, family, for listening. I've been needing to say this to someone without getting hauled off to the psychiatric ward. So thank you.
4: Hello? I'm sorry. I
5: set
14: my phone down.
5: I forgot where I said it. I do apologize.
14: (laughs) That's okay. okay. I I was done. I invented send me a bill, TI family. I really (laughs) needed that really bad. Send me a bill. Thank you so much.
5: Now, your, your viewpoint is very similar to mine, very similar. Okay. Not that it has to be. Everybody's viewpoint is respected here. Thank you very much.
4: Put you on hold. Hello?
9: Marilyn. Hello, Hi. Um, so first I wanted to say kudos to Miss Hart. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to tell it like it, it is,
15: like
9: every, is time, every time, right? Yes, yes. I mean, that that's just awesome. It, it's sad. But anyway, um, you know, I just think about this whole mind control thing and the fact that You know, previously, of course, I had no knowledge of this, just like there are a lot of people out here, you know, unwitting victims, et cetera, that they have no knowledge that this is even taking place. But when I consider that it is taking place, and when I consider that you all actually have documents that state that no one is exempt, you know, that includes politicians. So when you see that Obama has signed off on this or that, and you see certain things being passed through Congress and everything, I'm like, okay, so how do we know that this isn't being used on them as well? So Obama could have taken office with the best of intentions. And, you know, basically once you're in office, you're going to do what we want you to do. So whatever agendas we want pushed, that is what will be pushed. So I just feel like no matter who we get in office, whether it's Henry, whether it's Donald, um. I just feel like it's going to be a nightmare, and it's going to be business as usual, and they're going to move forward with whatever plans they already have in place. Um, With Hillary Clinton, I have a major issue with that. I mean, like, there's no way on earth that I would ever vote for Donald Trump to do anything, like nothing. (laughs) But um, with Hillary Clinton, you know, I think back to how – Bill Clinton became aware of uh, these radiation experiments, non-consensual radiation experiments that were taking place on human beings, and so he did while he was in office. You know, put together a committee and try to look into it and try to, you know, put some effort into um, changing it. You know, it did not happen. He wasn't able to finalize anything before he left office. Okay, that's all well am fine. I. You know, I I appreciate his effort to try and do anything at all. You know, I appreciate that he acknowledged it. I appreciate that he apologized to victims and to their families. I appreciate that he did put together a committee to actually look into this and, you know, do some research, et cetera, et cetera. But, again, nothing was finalized. So I actually posed the question because um, I, I do not hesitate. Like, I've reached out to several members of Congress, both the House and the Senate, so when I came across various um, U.S. patents and things like that, you know, when the government would argue that this stuff doesn't exist and it isn't happening and da-da-da, I'm like, okay, well, if this doesn't exist, why do these devices exist? You know, what what is the purpose for some of these devices? So when you have devices that can cause people to hear voices devices that can monitor and alter someone's brain activity. I mean, you have all this kind of stuff out here, and we have U.S. patents that prove that they exist. Um, I'm sending that stuff. I've been sending it directly to folks in Congress. And, and of course, you know, there's no response. Um, I posed the question to Henry as various, because I'm very, like, active on social media and everything, but as various tweets and things like that come out, I'm asking, okay, do you have any intention on picking up where Bill left off with this? You know the the subject of human experimentation, uh, the radiation experiments, and and you know for we know that it's a lot more involved. You know this this weaponry and everything that they're using. But um, like, do you all have any intention on revisiting this? And, and you know that's the only person I'm gonna vote for. I'm gonna vote for the person who has intentions <laughs> on looking into this researching and making it right. You know, no one should be going through this. No one should be going through this. I don't care if you were a whistleblower. You know, I don't care if you're Edward Snowden himself or whoever. It does not matter. You, you should not be tortured because of this. You know, your entire life should not be destroyed because of this. You should not go through, uh, you know, psychological just games and everything, mind games and everything else that they take us through day in and day out. Like no one should be subjected to this, and 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 you know they just they do not discriminate. It's happening to anyone, men, women, boys, girls, any race, and I mean it's just sad. It's really sad. And um, so, so that's the question. That's the
1: question.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you okay, said they have that you no intention
6: of vote for anyone for. who will not look up to the
5: target. Right. I, don't, I don't know how you would know by Tuesday gonna, who would be Oh, no, 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 that. no, no. But I'm, is that. Wait, wait, wait. The question is, at this point from what you know about each candidate, which one do you think would be more likely to, to give us some sort of help?
9: More likely to do well.
5: To at least look into it. <laughs>
9: I don't think either of them, Donald Trump, I don't think is interested in anything of any substance. Um, Like, I don't know, everything, pretty much everything I've heard him say has been ignorant, and I can't think of any group that he has not offended. You know, you've offended women, you've offended uh, minorities, various, you know, minority groups, you've offended veterans, you've offended the disabled, like, who? women, you know, who haven't you offended? So, I'm just really not interested in anything he has to say, <laughs> and um, as far as Hillary goes, I mean definitely you're aware of that issue, you know you're aware of it with Bill Clinton the first time around, and so I just I don't think either of them have any intention on doing anything about this and and it's not um that i when you say that um you don't know how I would know by Tuesday who would look into the targeting. I've I've been talking about this for over a year now. I mean, and I do basically address these people directly. You know, when I woke up with an implant in my arm, I sent a tweet to POTUS because basically I was trying to do research online to find out about the laws on um, RFID implants in humans. So I couldn't find anything. Like, like I couldn't find anything online. And so I reached out directly, you know, where can the laws on RFID implants in humans be found? Like, there are none. There are no laws. And so I reached out to him. I reached out to HHS. I reached out to FDA, various places, and and no response. You know, it's just been cricket. You don't even, you don't so much as even acknowledge the question. So that right there indicates to me there's a serious problem. And if, if no laws exist, on implants in human beings, then then that's a serious problem. You know, I I, I contacted some agencies, and they said to me, oh, as far as I know, um, no humans are being implanted. And I'm just like, well, that's crazy, you know, because I know. I I know for a fact that because there are some good reasons for people having implants. But definitely me getting a chip in the middle of the night in my apartment when I'm asleep. <laughs> no, that is definitely an issue. And so, um, you know, oh, well, we don't know that, you know, as far as we know, it was just animals that are being uh, microchipped. Well, no, that's not the case. And like I said, if this is happening, there should be laws around this. I agree. Okay,
5: thank okay. okay. you. Okay. I'm, I'm to see some, call some call people that want to
9: comment. Sure.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Star 8, if you'd like to weigh in on this presidential election conversation. Hello?
10: California. Hello? Yeah, hi. Hi. Hi, Renata. Um, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to vote. It seems to me um, pretty coincidental that when presidential elections come up that um, something happens to me physically. Oh. Yeah. And um, I have a pretty, what I would consider a serious injury because I can't walk. That's pretty serious. And I can't put any weight on my leg. And um, it's kind of interesting to me that um, it's just before voting time. And uh, about a week, you know, it happened about a week ago. And um, so I don't know that I'm going to be voting. I really have a lot of apprehension, which I've never had before. I've never had a a problem speaking up. But um, this particular time, I feel that... Um, I would be uh, in jeopardy if I even tried to vote, if I tried to go to a polling booth, which I've gone to the same one for 13 years and had all kinds of crazy stuff happen there that um, I was able to overcome and still voted. But um, it was very interesting. I tried to change to become an independent, And then um, a lot of weird things happened. I don't want to go into detail on it and bore everybody with the details, but just the overview of the whole thing is that I was a political activist, uh, Renata. Mm -hmm. And and, um, from being a political activist and turning down certain campaigns in the past, I felt I was targeted because of that. One reason I was targeted Because of that I feel like I've been targeted for many reasons But that was one big reason um, And uh, When I was approached They knew me They knew all about me And uh, um, It doesn't matter which party It doesn't matter Because it's You know um, I'm kind of on the same pages with heart And um so at any rate I feel that um I could be in jeopardy trying to vote. I was a political activist, I was um the kind that went to the death with things and didn't care uh about the consequences of um thugs, let's say. And um I feel like I'm in a m in much more jeopardy now than I've ever been before. So, um, you know, I just had the regular, I had targeting a lot more than what the average person would get or the average TI, I guess I should say, would get because with my um, particular situation, a lot of money's involved and a lot of money mm. is um, funding, perhaps funding terrorism. I thought that I said that years ago. I said that a long time ago that this money was, um, after talking to um, the holders of this estate, the original holder of the estate, um, they felt that their money was going to be used to fund terrorism and said to me, um, What I want you to do, and said it with a witness there also. Um, is to stop this. So um, I can't stop anything alone, of course, and I've been robbed. And um, So at any rate, that's my statement about the election, is that I don't feel my targeting at this particular time. There were a lot of um, triggers. There were a lot of triggers that provoked this attack against me, But um, I think the major underlying uh, motivation was the election. And um, these people have followed me for a long time and um, felt that um, for some reason, uh, obviously the attacks have been so vicious in the past that I'm some sort of a threat. So it's amazing to me. I never thought of myself as a threat because, um, you know, who am I? A nobody. But I was a nobody by design. That's what they know that I didn't get was I was a nobody by design, their design, the New World Order design. I was a nobody by their design. So they obviously thought more of me than I did. And I just didn't realize, um, you know, for them to go and turn themselves inside out like this, there's obviously uh, something behind that. They don't go after people. Well, I guess the old saying is something about a dead fish. Fishermen don't fish for dead fish or something like that. Hmm. So um, that's the story. I feel like um, I've, the injury I've suffered... Uh, is incredible to me, Mm -hmm. and um, that it's due, uh, in part, a big part, to this election. And like I said, I always thought, you know, why would I be a threat to anybody? But they knew more than I did. They knew more than I did. They knew more about the possibilities than I did, because that's what they've been working all these years to prevent. So um, the outcome is not in, you know, the outcome of anything is not in my hands anymore.
9: Right. So I
10: can't. Um, it's unfortunate because one thing about the house I'm into is that I have <laughs> the steepest driveway in the neighborhood. I couldn't even believe it until I looked at it. I thought, what is the deal with this driveway? But the whole house has been wired up. the The um, garage has been wired everything has been wired so that when I try to park in the driveway and walk up the driveway, which isn't, you know, steep, that steep, uh, the whole thing has been wired to prevent me from doing that, to to provide the necessary energy uh, to stop me from doing that. So um, it's just enough of an incline to... I uh, really cause a lot of trouble, and that's where I can't get to the post office. I can't get to the, um, even to the mailbox.
1: Hmm.
10: So, yeah. And Sorry I,
6: to
10: I, you, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm in lockdown even more than, um, than ever before. I'm in isolation. You know, um, it's a pretty bad situation. Some things have improved, it, it appears. At least I can get some, medi- you know, legitimate medication. But um, the rest of it, I don't know. I I don't know that it, anything is in my hands right now. So it's it's not in my hands. It's in God's hands and the elections there, too. Amen.
5: <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm gonna put, okay, I'm going to put you on hold. There's other people waiting. But thank you for your comments. Okay. Sir we're talking about the election. What's your take on it? You don't have to share who you're voting for.
4: You do not have to do that. Hello? Kentucky? Hello?
7: Oh, hi, I was trying to help that lady who said she couldn't go vote. There's a man here last week in my city who was in a car wreck and disabled and went to an aftercare unit from the hospital. So the registrar sent over the paperwork to him. He marked his vote, and they took it back to the registrar's office and put it on file. If she calls them and tells them she is disabled and cannot, perhaps they will send someone to her if they possibly can. So they did that for this gentleman, and it was all in the evening news. Number two, for everybody who is not going to vote, you give your vote to the uh, Latinos and Mexican people and they win whatever they want to do. That's the way I feel about that one. Three, I don't care who you vote for. It's up to you, but we've got to do something to save our country. And I think it's bigger than voting for just one person. You aren't just voting for one person. You're voting for a whole half of a government a party is a party, of course, but they're not but half of it. And two, we pray we will get some things changed and save it. And all the crazy stuff that they say and do is just, to me, things they just say and do while an election is going on. But underlying, we've got to make a decision. We don't have a choice but two people. That's it, one or the other. If you don't vote, then, as in the last election, a lot of people I know did not vote because they were mad. Well, then we lost the election. So I beg of you, vote for a way of government that you want, not just think of a person. We'll have to deal with that person as best we can and hope that they appoint good helpers in their offices. But if we don't vote, then we give to what I consider all the people who came here the control of our government, and we don't want to do that. I don't mean that to be ugly, but I think we really need to get good people back in there and start working on it and pray we save our country, because I don't want to see us go down the tubes, and that's my big fear. So please try to look at the big picture and pray a lot. (laughs) Alex Alex Jones had a lot of crazy stuff on this program today, but it was all about Hillary and the sadism, and he says it's big and it's bigger and it's shadow government, and we don't know about it, right or wrong, I don't know, but that's what this hours program is about today. And then an interesting program I'll mention, and I'll stop. Mike Savage did a program two nights ago or three nights ago. Dr. Savage is really well-known, but he talked about the 13 families and how evil they are and all the horrible things that they have done, and they, too, have a shadow government. And his two-hour program was exceptionally great. So if anybody has a computer or access to his program, I think it was is this? Sunday, Saturday, Friday. It was Friday or Thursday night's program and he comes on AM radio WNIS. I get him here from 7 to 9 o'clock every night but he talked about that group of people better than anybody I've heard. It would just educate us about what they're doing, what they're trying to do and that's the people who are in there now doing it. So I don't know. It's a a scary thing for us all. But if we don't vote, we lose. And we can't afford to lose. Okay, well, thank you. I'm
4: going to put you in the hall. There's other people mm -hmm. waiting. Okay, thanks. Mm -hmm, Thank you.
5: Let's be heard in the chat room says, uh, if you don't vote, that's a vote for Hillary. I heard that, too. I don't know how that is. But you know what I don't understand? It's the electoral votes. They say the person wins by the electoral votes, not the physical people going out voting. That's all confusing. Um, Michael 22 in the chat room says, the political process was hijacked a long time ago. I believe that
0: mm mm-hmm.
4: Hello?
14: Oregon? Renata? Yes? Yeah.
0: Um. Can I put my two cents in? Yes, you can. Okay. You are so super.
14: Um.
0: I, I agree with what everyone, a lot of what people are saying. It's just we've been very respectful of each other. I don't think it's a Republican or Democratic issue. But I think we do need to consider that America has really – become a dangerous place to live. And I think even Melania Trump brought up she was going to address the the bullying um, and the trolls and the social media, how people have become mean. I think we've all explored like the uh, Red Squads and this uh, stossy New World Order, all those buzzwords. That's my fear, Not, not a race issue or anything like that. But I think that I have seen insurgents about the drugs and the gangs, it's all connected, the economy. And so now this is a job for people, you know, as far as drug trafficking. And I think that's what's part of a lot of this gang stalking. I've heard people just enough as we've all tried to explore this, this snitching. I've heard a lot of comments like that and they get their children involved and i think that this is behind this and i think that we need to secure our borders i mean and that's why i'm voting for trump um but i understand both sides of the picture but hillary has been in power and the clintons for 30 years this pay to play there's been people that have been corrupt that have given her money the little haitians with the flood, she didn't get. They didn't get any of that money,
5: and I that's heard my concern. That. And I heard about Benghazi too. Something about Benghazi. Yes, media. yes. And she had a lot to do with those people dying over there. There's there are several websites uh, dedicated to uh, to saying that Hillary. A lot of people have come up dead because yes. Uh, yes. I don't know. <laughs> The DNC,
0: that guy was shot at a traffic light. People have been killed. I that's, feel like that's part of my targeting is, is I have expressed um, that I know that there was a video on Bill Clinton and people have been killed.
5: They ju- They that's just have. The yeah, they said that they, there's a website that says Hillary's body count or something. And they're saying yeah. that people are just being out and out assassinated, fascinated, just killed. Um, yeah. that are going to speak out against her or something. I don't know how true. All this is alleged, you guys, but this is what I heard. Do your own research. They said right. a lot of people are coming up dead because they want to speak out about her.
0: And and the violence in the streets, the inner cities. I've worked as a social worker for HADVASH and the homeless and things like that. I'm disabled. I care about uh, those in the inner city that are struggling. And I know this is going to be sensitive to say, but, you know, I feel like what has Hillary done to help families in the inner city? What is she going to do? She's just playing people. And that's just my opinion. Yeah. I want, to, I want to see these families have better lives. Everybody will win if this is the case. And I don't believe she's going to do anything. I have seen her with comments about her eradicating religion. She studied under communism. And that is her goal is to eradicate uh, any religion, you know, and just say it's all good. It's all part of the new world order. And I could go on, but that's all I'm going to say. But that's just my opinion. I think as Christians, um, Christianity is being threatened and eradicated and they want to take away our religion. We are most of us are Christians. Why are we all being targeted within the last decade? This is a new thing. They're trying to eradicate our feelings about Christ. Anyway, thank you, Renata. For I letting don't me think speak. that's
5: necessary. Uh-huh. Thank you. I don't think that um, the fact that they want to remove Christianity, I don't think that's really a Republican thing, my own opinion, Republican or Democratic thing. I don't think that's just a Hillary thing. I think that's a government thing, me personally. Uh, one world religion, one world monetary system, one world order, one world everything. So I think that that's – I think that whoever is president is going towards the new world order, which is already here, but I think they're in the final stages of it. Um, And I think it's just a matter of how they would get there. I think they are both on the same elite agenda.
4: Uh, New Jersey –
16: yeah, how you doing, Renata?
4: Hey, Charles, how are you?
16: Well, I'm all right. First of all, I, okay, first of all, I want to um, um, say that I'm glad to hear that um, Jerome is all right. And uh, and uh, things keep coming up New Jersey. I don't know why. Okay, this is a new phone I got, and um, I'm still in New York, all right, because uh, I talked to Scott um, yesterday, and the same thing with him. Keep coming up, New Jersey.
1: Mm-hmm.
16: All right. Well, anyway, getting to the um, election, I right. um, um, several things I want to talk about. I wasn't going to wait till it was um, open line because I like to uh, speak better that way. But um, um, things that came up. First of all, um going to uh, co- coincide with um with what Hart said. Okay, that's what I felt for the longest. All right, is that I've, I've felt this way since, I guess, since almost like the beginning of the year, that uh, I saw things in the primaries and what happened in recent months, all right? And, you know, my my opinion is that um, Trump is just in the game, okay, to ensure that Hillary wins. That's what I'm picking up, okay? Okay, I think the whole thing is a game. All right, and it's basically the same game that's played on all the previous elections. All right, I mean, it was the same way when um um Obama first won, he came out of nowhere, just out of you know like puff out of a puff of smoke, just some, some somebody that that's nobody any nobody didn't know, he just appeared out of nowhere. Okay, and they put up um at first they was going to put up giuliani against him but a whole lot of controversy came up that they didn't want um to um go to come to the surface about the um the new york um fire department okay was up in arms against him running so they had to push, push him back okay and they brought up mccain and then ensure ensure that you know that it you know that um it'd be Ob- that would be Obama, okay, they bring um what's her name out of nowhere. What's her name? What's her name?
5: Who? Uh, I'm not sure who you're talking about.
16: Alaska, Miss Alaska. What's her
5: what's her name? Sarah Palin.
16: Sarah Palin, yeah. They su okay and everybody saw what an idiot she was. Okay, and everybody ran to Obama screaming. Okay, I mean after she after she came on the scene, everybody just ran to Obama, ran to Obama screaming. I mean, I mean, it's it, it's basically the same thing, and the same. And I can tell you um, instances that went on, um, when the, with the Clinton election, okay, with Bill Clinton election, okay, and Dole, okay, that was a that was a game. That's why they put Dole up against him to make sure that um, um Clinton went um But okay, coming to the present, it's the same. It's the same thing that's played. Okay, for instance, all right, during the primary, all right, Donald Trump can do no wrong. I mean, during the primary, he just slaughtered all. All the. I mean, I guess you can consider them they they on uh, the Republicans' best. I mean, he just. I mean, he just excuse the expression, but you know, I'm gonna, you know, just straight to the point he just bitch slapped all of them and you know i mean he just okay he he winds up on top now it's just him him and hillary all, all kinds of things are happening he does all types of things that makes himself look stupid i mean before he could do no wrong during the primary now all of a sudden all this okay um uh he's groping women he's doing this he's doing that all the things. I mean, and he. I mean, he actually say the stupidest things. Okay. I mean, it's set up for Hillary to win.
4: Well,
5: someone said that. I think it was James Lico uh, said a couple weeks ago that he believes that Clinton and Trump are personal friends, which they've already said that they were. Yeah. And that and that Trump was put there to knock all the other Republicans out so that Hillary could win. And I can see that, yeah, that's, too. Because that's no one who really yeah. wants to be president is going to talk as reckless as he does. He's right. not presidential at all. He's cleaned it right. up a little bit in the last couple of weeks, but
6: mm-hmm.
5: he does not come off as presidential. And James Nico said he doesn't believe Trump <coughs> wanted to be president, but that he was just there as a distraction to knock all the other Republicans out of the way. It, it kind of makes sense.
16: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you, like you just put it. I mean, so eloquently. Okay, he he ain't gonna come off that way. I mean, now he's I mean, it's coming coming down to the wire. Okay, the last couple of months and all the things that I mean that he's been doing and saying. I mean, it's just outright stupid. But before he could do no wrong, you know what I'm saying? I mean, nobody can't see the game. All right. So you know, well we're just uh, a few days
5: away. We'll see what happens.
16: And like, um, like somebody said before, um, it's about, um, it's about the people, and that, and that's what I want. That's the main thing I want to bring up is that the p- thing that's happening in the background, okay, is that that's what everybody needs to be focused on. Okay, I agree with. I totally agree. At first. At first, um, years ago, I used to say, "Okay, voting doesn't mean a thing and stuff, and don't participate." But now, I believe people should actually put effort into their local level—the local level of voting. Okay, yeah. I seriously, I seriously believe that. Okay, and I mean that. I think, I think that's where the real power lies. Okay, and people should, you know, focus on that and whatever is locals. Or you know, state, federal, whatever, whatever please i mean do do the, i mean do some research, I mean, hey, I mean, they got a voting record, and you know they got i mean they got these people have a record a trail, okay, and, and don't just get um rumors off the internet, I mean, really do some serious research on you know whoever you uh, you you're interested in and their and their opponent um it's something else. Uh about this is about the voting thing too, for it, it just came to mind at this left. But um yeah, so you know you know, that that's basically it. Maybe it'll come to me later. Thank
5: you. Thank you so much, Charles.
16: Yeah. All right.
5: I'll tell you now this is everything about this election has been so different, but I'll tell you one of the things. Um we have never seen, at least I don't remember, ever seeing violence and those type of things for a mere election. Like at the rallies and things, the fans are getting jumped on. They showed this lady last week; she was a Hillary supporter. The Donald Trump fans beat her up, and and that's just been happening all over the place. It's it's terrible. Donald Trump. They rushed someone, rushed him off the stage yesterday because they said that the guy, they thought the guy was doing an assassination attempt, but turns out he didn't have a gun. But it, it's just—I've uh, never seen such a thing. And they were saying that if Hillary wins, it's going to be this huge riot, and ah, oh, it's terrible. There were some things I wanted to uh, read out of the chat room. Um, let's be heard says not not voting is a vote for Hillary. Um, The other thing? Oh, now this is what Jessica says. No, I'm not going to read that because I didn't mean to say your name. Never mind.
8: I'm not going to read it.
5: Um, Michael says uh, the Clintons became millionaires while in office. I didn't know that, I Thought they were already rich. Uh, just because says Trump helped the poor, and that's a question. Like he has any idea what they go through. He brags about uh, not paying taxes, brags about his billions. Let's be heard. Says Hillary is a witch and a member of a coven.
4: I've heard that.
5: Okay, so this this is um, something that I may have missed. I'm not sure. But someone in the chat room says that um, when Alice was speaking that they believe that she says that if if you don't vote, the Mexicans and others will get their way. I hope you didn't say that. If, if, if she said that, I missed it. I think I agree with the person who put that in the chat room. I agree that that is a racist comment. Again, not all of anything is bad. Not all Mexicans is bad. Not all black people is bad. So I hope you did not say that, Alice, that if uh, if you don't vote, the Mexicans and others will get their way. Wow, no. That wasn't nice, and it does come off as racist, if that's what you said. I don't know. I,
4: I missed it if you did. Hello. There.
17: Hi. Hi. Hello, hi. How Hello. are you? Good, how are you? Go? Good. Listen, um um this just in. Um I heard over uh the uh radio, over the television about fifteen minutes ago that James Comey, the uh FBI director said that yeah. he did in fact read the um uh, information uh that WikiLeaks gave him on Hillary, you know, um as it relates to the um email situation and he said what he read, you know, uh does not change his position that it is in no way, you know, um harming, you know, uh her or any more, you know, uh you know it's 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 a done deal there's there's nothing to you know try and go after her with you know in his own words secondly i wanted to just say that you know i heard a lot of everybody saying about the new world order well as christians that's something that you know what uh we are we're we're definitely aware of and that's something that you know what has got to come to pass and so you know um the Bible clearly declares that, you know, we're moving, you know, in the last days of the church age, we're moving into a one world order. So um, what is that supposed to do for us? You know what, that, that, yeah, that's true. That's true, but see, you know, our, our faith is not in this de facto government. Our, our faith is, is in God, but but this is sure to happen. So we cannot hold up what God said. Now, should we be paralyzed and uh, paralyzed in fear? No, that's what it's come to do. It's come to to to, to paralyze us. But perfect love cast out all fear. You know what? Um, another thing, you know, no vote, you know, is in my in my opinion, is a vote. Uh, for the lesser of the two evils, and we both know that, you know what, there's evil at work here, and, uh, you know, so we've been called again as Christians to pray for those in authority and those, you know, in high places and stuff like that, so, you know, what they do with the authority and the and you know and the power that God gives them really doesn't you know come down on us. We just need to be found being obedient and doing what we have within our power to do, and that's to you know what do you know take care of our homes and and, and do what we need to do. Um, an, a, another thing that, that that I wanted to say was like you know, um, in, in in terms of doing the research. I have absolutely been doing research um for like over 15 years regarding you know Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton and you know uh you know a a, a choir you know, a uh, 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 person she is not. We know she got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of really, really, really jacked up stuff about her. And so, if you want to find out what you were talking about, Renata, in terms of you know the body count, I have I have some information from 15 years ago, an entire resource library. You know what on you know Hillary Clinton. So for everybody's FYI, go to Jeremiah Films. Jeremiah Films. You know what, and you can order and see for yourself from, you know, what, when, when they were still in Arkansas in, in the law firm and where the body count starts started way, 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 way back then. You know, um, I, I just encourage everybody to, to, to truly, you know, um, you know uh, um, lose the fear. Lose the fear everybody already knows. Everybody already knows, you know what, you said it. It's already fixed. You know it's a it's all about rolling it out. The fourteen families I heard that come out. You know what that 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 rule the world. We already know this is part of the agenda. It's part of the agenda, but you know what you know so it's gonna be what it's gonna be, but as far as', as us, no, we just have to be clearly you know remain remain poised and and truly guys. Locked locked in battle. You know what? Praying for, for these people. Because the Bible again declares the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord and like water on a rock, he'll turn it whichsoever way he wants it to go. You know, I, I, I really just went, wanted to say that and there was one more thing that, that I wanted to just encourage everybody with and you know, it try it's trying to escape me. So I might have to get <coughs> to it. But, you know, um that, that's 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 really, you know, um uh, uh, my comment, my my comment to the room, and I thank you. Uh, and what okay, I find thank out you. was, you know, I I'll get back with you on it. But it was something else. I I, I wanted to say to just really, you know, lift, you know, lift our hearts, you know, because oh, that's that. There it is. You know what? You know, um, that that one word order order thing, again, is 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 uh looked stated in in this in this way. You know what? You know, the, the world is trying to replace God on the throne. That, that, that's what one world order absolutely is. So with the artificial intelligence, with all this social engineering and all that, they're doing nothing short of trying to replace our God, our God who reigns supreme on the throne. That's what the government is absolutely trying to do. And so, no, when, as far as me and my house, we're going to serve God all day, every day. Bottom line, top of the page, again, that's my comments the room. God bless everybody. Peace out.
5: Thank you very much, Dr. R. Welcome. All right. You're welcome. I uh, think that will do it. Oh,
4: here's other people who want to speak. Hello.
5: New Jersey. Yeah,
16: yeah, Renata. Yes. Yeah, you hear me? Okay, yeah. Okay, one of the other things that I wanted to uh, talk about was a couple of things, okay, that I forgot before. Okay, okay, I talked about um, Trump. Okay, now what about Hillary? Okay, okay, I, I, I've always found it strange how, you know, they brought up the um, criticisms, okay, which is, I mean, well-deserved, okay, criticisms of um what she did as far as Secretary of State, okay, okay. but nobody has never mentioned what she did as um what she did as um Senator, okay, right here in New York, okay, and I can tell you she hasn't done anything, okay, she hasn't done she hasn't done anything especially for us as far as Black people, she hasn't done anything, okay, so I don't understand how they're gonna prop up as presidential, but and then again. The whole thing is, all. I mean, the whole thing is rigged. So that's, that's one of the things I want to bring up.
4: Thank you, Charles.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: I agree. It's kind of <coughs> obvious at this point that, that these elections are going to be, however, whoever is the power to be on this earth, um, whatever they decide, whoever is, in my opinion, whoever is willing to go along with the agenda and not cause too many waves along the way. You know, she, she just may have been next in line because, if you guys remember, she kind of fought um, Obama tooth and nail that first uh, election period when Obama was in. Hillary was really going at his throat. Um, and then remember they did that secret meeting? I don't know if you guys remember that, but when Obama first got in, he and Hillary flew out. I I, I read that it was to a Bilderberg meeting where they sat down and they came to some sort of agreement the media was waiting for them to get off of Air Force One, but they didn't. They had slipped around somewhere and, and got there another way so that no one would know where they were. And then it came out that they had gone to a Bilderberger meeting. So who knows? It could have been decided then when they were at that meeting. Maybe they said just hang tight and we'll put you in there, you know, soon enough. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Something in me, though, says that that Obama is going to remain in office in some capacity. I don't know what, but I just feel like he's not going away. I mean, maybe that's just me feeling that way, but I don't think he'll continue to be president, but I, I just think he's not going away. So maybe she'll give him a job. I don't know. We shall see. Hello, New York.
3: Good evening, Sister Renata. Well,
5: this hello is, there,
3: stranger. How are you? I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed. This is Dennis um, from Brooklyn. Um, Renata, our biggest supporter, our spiritual counselor, our sister, our friend, the person that's there for us all the time. Even when I don't speak, I'm here, Renata. Hi, know.
5: Regardless,
3: Regarding and, this and, and issue...
5: And we text, too. We text, too. So, yes, yeah. yes. But
3: I'm glad to hear your voice. I'm, I'm still in the fight. God is good. Re- regarding this issue at hand that, that you raised this evening, some of our ancestors have been murdered, hung, shot, intimidated, maligned. All the things that we're going through, now they went through. It's not about neither one of these candidates, I agree with most of the things that that were said. It's about the process and being involved in the process, being heard in the process. So if anybody, after what I said, agrees with what I said, when you go to the booth on Tuesday, you you bring your ancestors with you. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's a green candidate or there's other issues that you can vote on, you ask the ancestors that was here way before we were here to help you in your decision. We owe it to them to be involved with the process. We don't have a perfect system. We don't. We know what we're going through. But we have a process, and some of our ancestors went through a lot to be involved in the process, and we owe it to them to be heard and for them to be heard. And that's just my opinion.
5: And you know what? You brought up a couple of very good points. Um, Back in the slave days, they were not allowed to vote. You're right. And people really did fight and die to have a right to vote. So that makes it even more important to go out and vote. And some of the elderly people remember those days, and they'll talk about those days. Um, So thank you for bringing that up. You brought up another very important point, um, the two candidates that we know about or uh, mainly hear about is Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, but there is usually a Green Party person who does not have the funds to be on Front Street and all out in the media like these two are, but those people are an option as well. I don't know who they are because I haven't done my research, but if anybody's interested in learning who the Green Party person or people, maybe more than one I'm not sure, um, you will more than likely see their names on the ballot as well. So find out what they're about. Good points. Thank you so much. Did you want to say anything else, Dennis? Uh, I
3: I, I, um, was sitting thinking and and, and listening to Jerome. I'm happy he's okay. and listening to other people. I was thinking maybe you know, the, the regular callers, I mean, you can pick um, a caller from the from regular callers and have them talk about what they went through during the week. And then each person could maybe comment on how they can distress. There's distress and there's Euro stress, and how they, we can be supportive of them. And, and so, so it's almost like they feel like they're not alone, even though we're all over the country um addition to um the songs and the scriptures is letting somebody you know be heard and 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 the good things as well as the bad things and then we each person can comment um on you know how how we can help the person that's that's just i don't know if the ancestors did that if god did that but that's, i was just thinking of that when everybody was talking
1: Okay,
5: so everybody does have a voice here. I hope everybody knows that. Um, but just uh share with me again a little bit more what you mean by that.
3: Like like I would I would discuss what happened um to me during the week and what's what's really distressing to me and, and there's a lot of people that can't vent to friends like me, I can't vent to, to family like me, so um mm-hmm. I'll come on here and I'll say what happened and what troubles me and, and, and then what do I think – what do, does a community think I should do? Um, what What's helped them in the past if, if they dealt with this? And then we'll just really deal with that person of the week, um, their, their issues specifically, so they can be empowered for that week. Okay, and, and we, we,
5: can, we can definitely do that. Um, and, again, I'll say, like I've said before, when you have your check-in time, if that's what you choose to do with your time, to, I think I said that last week, um, if you need advice or support or whatever, please say that. Say that, and we will try to rally around you just as we did Jerome. Rome. Um, but, yes, that's very important to know that you have support. So if you need extra support, and if I hone into it, I will say something like I did for Jerome. Like everybody just go ahead, check in, and then we'll we'll all spend extra time with Jerome. That's what we did today. Um, but sometimes I miss it. So it's up to the individual to say something. You know, if you need advice or you need support or information on something, just please say it. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Okay, I'm put you on hold. Okay, start eight, and then I'm just gonna open up the lines, you
17: guys. Hello. Hi again. Um, I I, I just wanted to comment and say, you know what? Um, again, you know, uh, we already know this is already rolled out, you know, and it's, it's just a matter of, you know, people standing up and and doing what is already, you know, what been decreed by the powers to be. You know. So with that being said, you know, um, at, you know, at at the end of the day, you know, I would rather have someone in office that at least knows, you know, um, that uh, uh, knows uh, the that that they're up against other, you know, nations and soup and 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 powers. If we're if we're considered the superpower, then you know what, you know, at least you know how to flow, you know how things really go, because you know what, having a novice. You know, to take you know um, the the helmet, this thing, you know that 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 is just you know now that is just reckless. It's absolutely reckless. And so again, what whatever if she, if Hillary should happen to get in, you know what she's responsible for for what for what every the, the, you know for for wearing that crown. I hope her neck is strong enough to carry that crown. But you know what, that whatever happens is gonna fall on. Her watch, based on what she says as Commander in Chief. So you know what? I want to be able to sleep at the end at, at the end of the night. You know what? And not knowing, you know that you know somebody gonna be forget the tweeting. Somebody gonna be trying to push buttons. You know, trying to you know thinking that this is just some kind of Atari game. You know, and you have you know the the world. We are on national, you know, a national platform. We got all kind of enemy, enemy combatants looking at us right now. So you know, we look in a hot mess to the world. And the best way to over, to really take, you know, come in and wreck and ruin the thing is when you already see that, you know what? There's dissension in the house. You know what? Let's go in. They already messed up. A house divided against itself cannot stand. So we need to get on one accord. You know what? As as, as, as as a nation, you know, and, and say what is going to, what, you know, we're going to, you know, make them do, whoever is in office, but especially Hillary, if she should get in, then you know what, she's held to accountability, and she knows that, you know what, we're going to put her, her little ass, excuse me, over the fire. We're going to stay on everything that she does. But you know what, I don't, ain't no, ain't no, no, what, second, first takes you know what, what you do is done. So I don't need nobody, you know what, scratching their head, asking like, mm, well, 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 what do I do? What do I do? You know what, if you have not, you know what, operated at this level, at this level with this much power, you know what, you've, you've, you've enjoyed, you know what, this viewpoint, you know what, but if you have never handled this much power, then you know what, what's gonna about to be tested in that man is his character. To test a man's, you know what, uh, 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 character Give him power Give him power Give him power And so you know what Already having money That's all he needs Is power You know what And you sitting around Talking about You know what You and Putin You know what Is butt buddies y'all y'all y'all, you know, y'all 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 tighter than, than the people On your own your own Republican party You know what No I think I think You know He needs uh, Check up Straight up From the head up. Thanks Okay, thank you. All right,
5: I'm going to just open up all the lines for a few minutes, and then we'll be closing. Um, To those of you who I've been saying for weeks now that we were going to talk about the family stuff, I do apologize, but I definitely want to get this uh, voting stuff in this week. So next week for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm sure we'll be discussing um, the outcome of the presidential election next Sunday. But we won't spend too much time on that because we definitely went to the family thing because several people have requested it. So I do apologize. It's my fault. Um, I'm gonna unmute everyone. Please mute yourself if you have a noisy background. Speak one at a time and do not dominate the conversation. We have about ten minutes or so. All right. If you have a noisy background, please mute yourself. Anybody, anything, anybody who's unmuted, you don't have to talk about the election. Talk about anything. And and as Dennis said, um, if anybody has any concerns or needs any support or anything like that, you have the floor. Somebody's phone is beeping. I don't think that's mine.
4: Okay. If you're
16: unmuted, feel free. Uh, Well, I uh, I hear the beat too, but it shouldn't be coming from me.
5: It shouldn't be coming from me. Well, that's the other thing, you guys, is daylight savings time. Let's see, spring forward, fall back. So we lose an hour's sleep, I think.
6: So oh, we if gained. you're like
5: me, we gain an hour's sleep? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. I need it. <laughs> I need it. Okay. Everybody's unmuted. All right. What you guys want to talk about?
2: Um, Renata, um, I didn't know you yeah. were open to me bringing up the lady that was looking for a new place to live.
5: Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, refresh my memory. Somebody is looking for a place to live. Please refresh my memory on that. Oh, my goodness. I forgot the details.
2: Oh, that's uh, okay. Um, The lady, she currently lives in um, Texas, and she is a CI, and she's wanting to relocate um to another state. Um, she's looked into Nevada and her son lives in California but she's she says she's can't she can't afford to live in California because it's so expensive to live there. And um she's has a GoFundMe account because she gets a check every month but it's just barely covers, you know, basic expenses. So she needs, you know, a little help to transition somewhere new um she's also open she's 52 and she prefers to be like in a community of people that are 50 and up and um she's she's pretty open to other states she definitely wants to leave texas um so she just uh, you know i told her i you know if anybody lives like in another state that may be looking for a roommate Um, She is open to a roommate situation, Um, and, you know, again, she does have a GoFundMe as well, so that's all I wanted to say. Very, very sweet person.
5: Hello.
18: I just want to say something. Rare. Excuse me.
5: I'm so sorry. Hang on one second because I was just talking and I, I didn't realize I was on mute.
18: Um,
5: <laughs> oh. <laughs> thank you, Cupcake, for the information. And um, what I want to say about that is if anybody is interested in learning more about this lady, um, she is a single lady who currently lives in Texas, and she's looking for a roommate, as Cupcake was sharing with us. She is looking for a roommate, I think, immediately. Um, and I don't think she has a place. I think she wants to move in with someone or find a mutual place or something like that. So if anyone is interested, send me an email, make mention to this conversation, and I'll forward your information to Cupcake, who will forward it to the lady. Okay? Okay. Thank, so
2: thank you, you again. Appreciate okay, that. thank you. Thank you so much. Mhm. Okay, go
18: right ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, real quick, because I know you said his time is up, uh, but I'm thinking when I heard people say that uh, Mr. Trump is not presidential, well, he's been a president of a, an executive of his his uh, company for years. I even wrote to him in the 80s. I started writing the Clintons in the 90s. And they are abominable. I don't know what they did in the mansion in Arkansas, but I know when after spending eight years in our White House, Hillary Clinton took artwork,
1: chinaware,
18: and a sofa. Now, they said she returned it. I don't know if it was the original items when she returned them. But more emphatically, I think some of you noted that there have been so many people dead in their administration, and it's happening even now, Mm -hmm. even during that Democratic convention some of you mentioned. right? Not to mention, and I hail up Ron Brown, and that Ukraine was there, and then uh, was this Vincent Foster. She called our children super predators at a community meeting in yes, January 25th, 1996. I can be corrected, but that's through the young Mellon and rich young lady that pointed that out in South Carolina this year. She said they have no conscience, C-O-N-S-C-I-E-N-C-E. We are highly with conscience of the, the, the scientists, but we know right from wrong. And she claimed we have no empathy, and she wants to bring us to heal, H-E-E-L. Add that to the fact that uh, at 13 hours, someone said some movie was made at the top of this year, released about what she did. Is it Benghazi? And I know when she was being interrogated, not only did she get some kind of concussion, she wore glasses, she started yelling at people.
8: <laughs> and
18: um, the fact remains um uh, you know what do we expect now when president obama has never been presidential to me when he first came in i think they flew the first the uh air force 1 in new york near the statue of liberty which has been rechanged if you will they removed the nubian nose put it on an auction block and um now it has a caucasoid nose but nonetheless there's a lot of things we're not paying attention so I implore everyone, we the people are the government. In the Declaration of Independence, it says there are employees that are supposed to get our consent, the consent of the government. That is a ratified law. We have constitutions within all of our states, and I'm sure your states have codes. There are four commonwealths in our, in our United States of America as well as the Constitution of the United States of America, what we've got to do is remove that yellow fringe from around our flags, and more emphatically, we have the United States codes. So instead of waiting to the last minute and trying to figure out what's going on, because President Obama had said when he first came in, he was going to do something with this electoral college. Because remember, Al Gore won the popular vote, and they didn't tell us that until... That Sunday, September ninth, two thousand
1: and one right. and September
18: tenth, two thousand and one. But more emphatically, our Supreme Court told them to stop counting the chads. Our Supreme Court, our officers, judges, are only supposed to interpret the law, not tell us what to do. So we've better get to know as employee, employers, know what our employees are supposed to do. Again. It matters not which party wins. They're supposed to become nonpartisan. We have more than a two-party system. The socialists and communists are mostly skinheads, neo-Nazis, and Ku Klux Klan. So why did Bernie Sanders run under the Democratic Party? We also have the Constitutional Party, the Green Party, um, Libertarian.
5: Hold on one second. That noise distracting, and some people can't. I hear know
4: me. it's driving me nuts too. Yeah, hold on a second. What that is? Okay, Sister so Bibi, start Eight, and I'll unmute uh, you. Yeah, I see two Pennsylvanians. I don't know which one is you. Okay, hello. Hello. Hello? Here I am, head
18: to push. Okay. Go ahead. Three, two, three, two, three. <laughs> and uh, we need to study to show ourselves approved. And I'm so humbled. Was it a doctor that you gave before the lady's name that so eloquently gave words from our book?
5: Mm, that was Dr. R.
18: R, as in Richard? Yes. Okay. B- refreshing to hear her. And, uh, yes, this is the key. These are employees. They're vying for being our top servant. All personnel that work for our city, state, commonwealth, or federal government agencies are civil servants, public servants. Get it straight. We need to look that up. And while I'm talking about it, all this hospital stuff, look up this word, N-O, I don't know how to pronounce it, N as in Nancy, O, S as in sister, O, C as in Charles, O, M as in mother, I, A, L. That's why we really shouldn't be going in these hospitals. And furthermore, President Obama had said, that the National Defense Authorization Act that he signed in December 31st, 2011, was for only for the United States of American citizens where we can be arrested without any recourse, due process, notice, and incarcerated indefinitely. He said for the Affordable Health Care Act was only for the undocumented people that were bringing all their diseases and violating our children's inoculations. Add that to the fact He has been the poorest president. I've never voted for him, I may as well tell you. And something's wrong there. They had shown on TMZ his clone, and a lot of them have clones. And we've got to stop putting our head in the sand. The robots are real. I think someone pointed out, I don't know whether it was here, on 60 Minutes they showed a couple of weeks ago. They are the ones that they might have done over 60 years ago. They look so real, we can't tell who's who. It's artificial intelligence. And we better wake up because we are ascending as it is promised. And we've got to go inside ourselves and think. And everything we need to know we are—it's in us. Our children, pay attention. Stop twiddling and tweezering and everything else. Listen and communicate. <laughs> Communication is the key. And respect and love. Love is real. And as the sister was saying, John chapter, 1 John chapter 4, I say verses 17 and 18, perfect love casts out fear. So have mm-hmm. no fear. No one's going to force you to vote. You don't have to vote if you don't want to. But the bottom line here is, yes, this is a process. And don't get emotional in it. If the person that you want does not get elected, start to get to know the rules, laws, and regulations, and hold there as they said, feet to the fire. Is that what they call it? <laughs> but we don't have to do that literally.
12: But we've yeah. got to
18: know what we're doing in our position. We are the employer. These people are working. A congressman, think about it, has a a term that's only two years. How do they stay in office for fifty? Senator, six years. We don't know this, and they're not teaching in the schools. And it's not the schools that are the problem. It's the teachers. I've been in there. They're rude. They're disrespectful to the children. They're violating everything, and they do not teach. And many of them, I don't know about up, up north, we get our information from somebody in Texas telling us what books to buy for the children. And then in the public schools, there they don't even have enough books. But then we have to teach our children how to be a student. When I went back to school in the 90s, I had no money. I couldn't afford the textbooks. I received A's in the majors, talking about college level, taking 17 to 23 credits per semester. So I know how to be the most excellent student, and I have to pat my own self on the back. But this is what we are here for to remember. And don't be afraid, but study and get to know what these employees are supposed to do. Again, politics1.com, I think someone said that it gives you the different ones who are vying for positions for the president. The Green Party, Jesse Ventura, despite having gone to jail and all that, he had won under the Green Party, whatever position he was. You might know Honorable Sister Renata. So these
5: other parties, did you, did they're not independent.
18: Jesse, they are. Did
5: you, so to maybe Hold up one second, please. Did you say Jesse, Jesse Ventura went to jail? When did he go to jail?
18: I don't know. Something happened. I can't remember. So don't don't hold me to that. But, I mean, no, he's not in jail now. I heard him. I just love him. I love him. But I was just saying to people who think that uh, different parties, can't win and they are not called independent party an independent person is one that's not registered with a party and i know in the commonwealth of pennsylvania we have a closed election so on the primaries parties that don't have candidates from whom to select are not entitled to vote in the primaries but our employees are letting them vote anyway and they're putting questions on the primary not not supposed to but an independent who is not registered with any party can never vote in the primaries in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. We're one of four. And the fact remains we can vote for any candidate in the general election. There's no such thing as a midterm election. We must put our foot down and study and don't look for some teacher to teach. They've got everything on the com- – and has anyone read the Declaration of Independence? The Revolutionary War was a civil war. They were fighting over my coastal lines. How dare they? And had the nerve to call me a, uh, uh, what do they call a savage? Well, I didn't bring the firewater here. We didn't bring lead bullets. Look it up, mayoclinic.org. Lead poisoning, it's all in the waters. Our legislators were supposed to get it out in the 70s. They took on special interests. But more emphatically, all the bullets, gunpowder, ever since the Civil War, it causes libido and mental instability for adults, and it's passed on to their born and unborn children. The medical industry is not telling them that, and the medical industry is not telling them that there's no cure for lead poisoning. Okay, so
5: so I'm going to put you done. back on the because we're about to close,
1: Okay. Okay, well, real quick,
18: to well, I told you about that. Okay, marijuana, soy, soy lecithin, they're making the children drink soy milk and all the corn because of the pesticide across our nation. It's high in estrogen, it's female hormone. It's causing both men and women to get breast cancer. It causes men to become effeminate. It causes women to become uneffeminate. Look up gynecomastia, G-Y-N-E-C-O-M-A-S-T-I-A, under Mayo Clinic again. Okay,
5: thank you. Thank you for listening. All right, okay, you guys make it quick because we need to close now. Hello?
4: Hello, Oregon? Oh, I didn't have anything to say. Okay. Thank you though. Ah, I'm meeting
5: the wrong people. Let's see. <clears throat> Hello?
8: Hi, can you hear me? I can. Hi, it's Karen. I just wanted to say uh, it's pronounced nosocomial uh, infection that Sister Dee, Dee was trying to pronounce, and it means uh, hospital-born infection. person that gets it from the hospital... And I uh, wanted to say about the election, it doesn't seem to matter who we get in place. It hasn't for a while. They do the bidding of whoever these people in power are. And I think it's going to take some kind of revolution, whether it's a peaceful one or whatever, some kind of major revolution of people standing up and saying enough. Thank you.
5: Thank you, Karen. Yeah, it seems like it's coming to that. So hopefully, if there is a revolution, hopefully it is a peaceful one
4: Hi Jerome
13: yes, um hello
5: yes
1: hi
13: yeah, um yeah, I just wanted to um actually i, I neglected to, to give thanks to the dude that raised up to um to uh to call. Because my uh, my life could have been in you know my life was in jeopardy it could have been you know a worse situation. If that, I was I was, that was I Charles. That was Charles. Help the crazy. police for you. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Thanks, dude. It's um it's nice to know that uh that a Robin to my Batman or a Batman to my Robin or whatever. Yeah. thanks. you.
5: <laughs> nice, nice
13: know. All right. Thank you.
5: Yes. Thank you. And that was very nice of Charles. He offered to do that. Yes. And he did do it. And- I think the police did answer, but they couldn't get very far, but he tried. So thank you, Charles. Hello, New Jersey.
4: That's Charles. Hello, Charles. And put you back on hold. Hi,
15: Angie. Hi, Renata.
1: How
5: are you?
15: I'm good, thank you. This is Angie. Um, I I just wanted to say um that we the people is a myth, you guys. Sorry, I, I just believe it's a myth.
4: hmm
15: I mean, as a targeted individual, we we don't ha- having rights is an illusion. I mean, because there are a lot of people that still believe it, so they're playing it to the hilt. But pretty soon, once NWO, you know, once it you know, when everyone else finds out about this, that's when they're gonna be a little bit more forthcoming. So I wouldn't depend on we the people personally, but
1: I
3: don't
15: wanna, you know, um shatter anybody's hopes out the hope out there. But I just wanted to say that that we the people is a myth. Thank
5: you. I agree.
15: You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you very
5: much.
15: <laughs> You're welcome, bye bye.
5: Just like they Try to make us think we have rights, but we really don't. Most of our, uh, most of us uh, were exercising our freedom of speech, and we see how far that got us. Yeah. Yeah. Whistleblowers—they were exercising their freedom of speech. Uh, activists exercising their freedom of speech got them targeted. So yeah, I agree with you, Angie. Did you want to say anything else?
15: um no thanks for taking my call i appreciate you very much and you know you show all that you do for the kingdom of god
5: thank you Angie. thank you you're welcome bye-bye okay oh you guys we have to go there's a lot of people okay make it quick please hello
8: hi i just forgot to mention one thing uh speaking of answers I myself am along, feeling the way the rest of you are. This is so big, it's hard to fight. So I opened again my Bible call on Saturdays. It's not necessarily a worship call, although it, mm-hmm. it is in total, you know, uh, concordance. But it's a it's an intellectual call as well. We talk about and uh, dissect the Bible and study it, the ancient Hebrew and Aramic. And discuss things like that. If any of you are interested, it's a couple hours at noon Pacific time. 130288, thanks.
5: 130288. It's on Tuesdays,
8: Karen? Uh Saturday.
5: Oh Saturday, sorry.
8: Yeah. And um, I am thinking of starting another call in the evening for a, sort of a um just a call for people to call in that need to speak with someone uh soon and don't really want to hear a guest speaker that maybe want to come on uh, just for a um, comfort type thing. Uh, And I I don't know. I'd like some input from people as to what would be a good night uh, to have that call because I don't really want to run encounter with anybody else. But I know a lot of those big calls, everybody gets muted. And a lot of people don't get a chance to talk. And when they do, it's very brief. So I thought I'd have uh, smaller calls or whatever during the week that people can come on and just chit-chat. And get support, and not have a, a guest speaker, or have to be tied to a mute button for, for you know a long time.
5: Um, D in the chat room says that he misses your comfort calls, and he says go back to Thursdays, your old night.
8: You like Thursdays? Okay. Who? Anybody else have a preference? How about Monday? How about Mondays? Is that a bad time or? Are
5: Mondays when does, quiet? When does
8: Mike? Know. When does Mike? When does Mike do his calls? I can never remember.
5: I don't know. I, I have to be honest. I don't make it to most of calls. It's
8: Monday to Thursday or Sunday and Thursday. I can't remember. And it's like from four pm till whatever. So I don't want to so, really conflict with people. I because I, that's I don't want to duplicate what's already been done. I want to fill in a gap where people feel in need. And if there's some of the bigger calls that everyone's muted for hours and hours and they feel like that would be a good night, I'd like you to let me know. And my email is KarenRose4444 at gmail.
5: Well, if you um, pick a night that you think is good, and then when people come to the call, you can ask the callers there which night they prefer.
8: How many people do you have on right now, Renata?
5: Oh, let's see here. Right now, it looks somewhere around fifty, maybe.
8: Yeah, that's a good size number to start with. I'll just start announcing it, and uh, I could start with Thursdays, but I don't really want to go in opposition to any uh, buddy right off the bat. Um, I know Derek switched to a new venue on Mondays, and I don't know if he's going to stick with that or not with that uh, video conference calling. And some people didn't like the video conference calling, so I thought Mondays might be a good time. And usually it's huge calls, so I don't know what kind of cozy atmosphere that is or not. I'm not aware.
5: Yeah. Well, um, okay. So Saturdays, you said. Then what time is the Bible call on Saturday?
8: Yeah, it's at noon Pacific time. Okay, so twelve. At my regular call number because it's easy. And, okay. um uh, I mean, we could we discuss it then if anyone wants to come on, because it's, it's really more of a, a calling and uh, we're, it's more of an analytical uh, discussion of the Bible and historical things that were left out and things that have been discovered recently and how it fits in, et cetera. So it's a very intellectual call. Uh, if you want it to be spiritual, it can be too. So anybody's welcome. Yeah.
5: Um, D says I didn't like the video call. Some folks don't have the bandwidth. Was that on Pal Talk? Is that yeah? So how
8: about, how about if I did Mondays and Thursdays? That way I'm only pissing off two moderators
1: conflicting <laughs> uh-huh.
8: with both of their calls instead of just one. It doesn't look like I'm picking on one. I'm just picking two days. So like a Monday and a Thursday, maybe, and then I'll do my Saturday Bible call for a couple hours. Yeah, but we'll just go with We'll try that and see so you guys spread the word to anyone who's interested or wants to, an alternative call on those nights. I'll give you one night off on Monday, one night off on Thursday to come on and talk about whatever you want. And unless you're disruptive or uh, disrespectful, I will promise not to mute you.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thank There's you. room for everybody. So thank yeah. you for everything you do, Karen. We appreciate you're welcome, it. Martin.
8: You're welcome. Thank you.
5: Yeah, you guys check out Karen's Bible call on Saturdays at uh, twelve Pacific Standard Time, and the call number is one three zero two eight eight. And the additional calls that she's gonna um, add, she'll but she'll give more detail on that.
17: Okay. Hello.
5: We're gonna close, you guys. So make it quick,
1: please.
17: Okay, really quick. You know, what? I just wanted to leave you guys with a couple of things. Um. Uh two two words uh connotative language and de connotative language if you could you know what um throughout your uh, uh week look that up and look up uh uh, uh de facto government and de jure cuz we're under a de facto government um that's why you got so many executive orders because um, um our government is is uh, not 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 a real government okay, okay. and and so um, another thing, the Pope's letters. If you can get a hold of the Pope's letters when he came here, the Pope had a lot to say. If you could pull those up and read exactly what the Pope actually said to the American people. And, you know, a lot of people were, did not pay attention. But if you noticed, uh, a Speaker of the House who stepped down, Boehner, he cried the entire time. There's a message there for all of us. And it went out to all of leadership and what they should do. You know what? Stop doing what you're doing to the people. Release their homes. Stop, 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 uh, stop, stop. Coming against the people with all this fear and with the things that you are doing. Stop. It came straight from the Vatican and and a lot of people who understand where I'm coming from know uh, what I'm what, what I'm talking about. So just. Kinda of like those three things, guys. And then just for um, encouragement. Okay, I have
18: to move on. Come on, go right, ahead. Right. Um,
17: just SoundCloud. SoundCloud. dot com um, forward slash it's uh, the the day, V e r b u m d e i. That's just a, a, a word of encouragement, pre recorded, and and it will really bless you. And I okay. bless you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank guys. You.
5: Make it quick you guys. Hello. Okay, real quick. She just said
18: something. I was gonna say something. Thank you, Nurse Karen, for non no so comio. And that means you can go in the hospital and get something that you didn't have coming in there. But nonetheless, uh President Clinton was impeached. So when people want an impeached president who calls himself William Jefferson Blythe Clinton, he uses his adopted daddy's last name as Adolf Snicklegruber. Hitler uses his adopted daddy's last name. Also, there's so much we've got to pay attention, and we've got to study. And
5: I thank you again for listening. Okay, thank you. All right, I'm coming to you, but make it very quick, please, so we can close. Hello. Uh, hello. Hi. Yes. Hi, Gallie. Um I wanted to um say just a couple things. number one, Renata, somebody was uh recording. Did you get my text message? Somebody was there was a double beep going on and oh, I hung yeah. up and came back in. Um so it dissipated probably cuz I had you on the call on speaker. Number two, Jerome. Um You know the drill. Try not to get sidetracked with going after that individual with that court case because that's paper. That's a paper trail. I'm just trying to remind him or just encourage him, please don't give up on that. Don't let anything detract you, um, brother. Because right as you were saying, oh, well, that, that was attempted this or attempted that, I was sitting there like that was... This, this, this felony. And it seems like that guy's going to go back to prison. Hopefully. Hopefully. He rescinded and he uh, is going to go back through the turnstile. Um, And I just thank you for the call. I don't really have anything else other than, oh, um, there was something. You know, the the symptoms that we get, I heard this from Elvira um, more than several years ago. The symptoms that we get when we're getting doused with whatever it is, which most likely it's radium um if you look up on youtube radium girls radium factory radium workers out uh, the 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 clock dial workers where you remember back in the ancient days where the the numbers would glow in the dark basically that company that provided that material is behind a lot of our targeting through the corporations and through the military industrial complex with all the nausea we get the um the uh the teeth cracking it's called radium jaw
9: it's
1: called Mm -hmm. radium
5: jaw and has anyone else researched i ran out of do you know about this because i was looking quickly at uh St. Louis with the um, the pruitt Igo buildings but they brought everybody that had substandard housing to this housing tract in the middle of St. Louis and it was 17 buildings or something like this and nobody will touch it with a 10-foot pole. They were fly. the military was flying over, dousing people, dropping um, powder of some kind. They were spraying them from the top of the buildings. There's a social worker who had colleagues at, the Missouri University there that had cancer that were children that lived in these buildings you guys and so i've been researching this and it goes back to the atomic energy department it's the same people doing okay, similar or waiting. okay okay yeah. but i'm saying we, we I'm are saying already 20 our minutes for closing. i know i know but i've been waiting i've been waiting for you know, an hour and a half, I just, my primary thing was Jerome, and then this here, um, to share that with everyone, that's another direction to go with, I just sit and listen to all the brethren and all of their symptoms, and this is definitely in play, so I wanted to just give that information out, thank you. Okay, thank you. And I'm not sure why you waited for an hour and a half, because I did get to everybody. Um, You have to make sure you start eight so that I can see. Oh, my call. I I noticed that we go out of of a queue. So sometimes if you're not being answered here, just hang up and call back in. Renata, that's what I found. And you're not seeing my star eight. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. The quicker we go, the quicker we will get to everybody. And just for you guys that don't know, the reason why I do keep people on mute and go one at a time, because when I don't, we get all the interference and people background noise and as you guys just heard, the beeping and everybody talking at once. And so this is just this just works out to be more orderly. But I do try to get to everybody. Hello.
4: New
16: Jersey. Yeah, all right, now you hear me now? Yes. I can hear you,
1: Charlie.
16: Okay. All right, yeah, okay. And um another you know, I just want to acknowledge I heard what you know, um, you know, Jerome, okay, and yeah, okay. And um and um one other thing I want to say about about Trump, okay, if anybody has any illusions, okay, about his um uh, what he says about how he will su- supply jobs, okay? Do some serious research on um, on how he treat workers that that or that was over here while um um all his projects, all his buildings were going up, okay, and things of that nature, okay. He has no respect, okay, for the working class. Okay, right? do some serious research. That's all right. Thank you.
5: Yeah, they have been talked. I know Hillary had brought that out in one of the debates that uh, uh, Donald Trump treats his workers bad. So, and some of the people that were on, what was that reality show he was on, um, where people find jobs or whatever, they said he was treating some of those people bad, too. But, see, I've heard the same about Hillary. Actually, there's a T.I. in the community who says that uh, Hillary, she was working on, uh Bill Clinton's campaign back in the day, and Hillary had the Secret Service to come after her to target her, so I heard that Hillary is very, very mean. They both have their issues. Hello going back on hold. Hello. Yes,
18: real quick, I think the sister was talking about Pope Francis' 50-year jubilee that does not come every 50 years, and from December 2015 to November 20 of 2016, which we're approaching, all deaths are supposed to be forgiven, prisoners released, and other variables it's, uh, compared to the seven-year jubilee that we speak of in the Bible. And this is highly important because jails are inhumane. We did not have those in this country. And all of this, like I mentioned before, the firearms, firewaters, all of this is causing the chaos and the mental instability as these people that are under that very helm is trying to point fingers at other people when they're the problem. Thank you for listening.
5: Okay, thank you, Sister Bp. All right, you guys, that's going to do it for today. Um, I thank you all so much. This was a good call. It was really informative. I learned some things about politics that I didn't know because I'm not really into politics like that. Um, But I would encourage you all to go out and vote. Don't be swayed by anything you heard here because everyone's entitled to their opinion, and that's what we gave. We gave our opinions. and so how you feel is how you feel. I would just encourage you to do your research and and, and make an informed decision when you vote. And if you do not plan to vote on uh, the presidential side of things, which Dennis brought up a good point, there's usually a green candidate, so you might want to look into that and find out who that is, or maybe there's more than one. I'm not sure. Um, but But I do think it's very important to – vote on your local issues, because I do think that those make a difference in the cities that we live in. And maybe there are some people in local offices who shouldn't be there, because I know here in my city, there's a lot of them that should be removed. Um, And there are uh, other local things, like I was saying, uh, in my county, they're voting on grocery store uh, increase, uh, tax increases. Now, we know we don't need that kind of stuff because food is expensive enough. So it's those type of things that you want to make sure you weigh in on, okay? So please go out and vote. And everybody have a, a blessed week. And when we come next Sunday, we'll we'll talk about some of the, the things we would have learned by then um, as far as the election goes, okay? Have a blessed week, everybody.